0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to episode 15. We did take last week off, but good news, we're back.
1: We're back, and we've got a lot going on. We're just a couple days away from D-Pick, Drunk People in Costumes, our 21st Halloween party. Uh, Biggest party of the year for us. Biggest party of the year. It's the one
0: that we give the most fucks about. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them we phone in, you know like, ah, do we really care about <laughs> Labor Day? Uh, flag Day? <laughs> do we really care about fucking
1: Columbus Party?" That's like when you're when you're when this year, which this is Someone's thing, like, "You have a Columbus Party?" This year Mike was planning, this is like uh, December of last year we were planning this whole year out, and you wanted a party on everything. You were like looking through calendars, looking for those
0: fucking bank holidays, like, and you like, were just like, yep, "Yeah." Market. Miguel's like, Erasing everything I put down Trying so hard Because what happens is, guys I think you planned COVID-19
1: I'm the only person That for the first couple months of COVID-19 When everything was getting canceled I was like, yes Oh, thank God Because we were going to go everywhere this year And you wanted me to plan a European like tour Right after like, And then we're going to New
0: Zealand Every month you had us going to other countries Yeah, that was the whole like business plan Was, okay We're going to have an event for the members of MikeBusey.com and they're going to come here and party and hang out with us and, and get to experience what we, we show them, uncensored, in person, uh, by being a member. And then if maybe they live in fucking wherever, we're just going to go there. And, and I was, I'm was i all about it because you
1: know I love travel and I wanted to see everywhere in the world. That's why I was so happy. When we when we planned our first big trip this year, I have been wanting to go to Medellin, Colombia forever, so we planned it. But the thing is, I know our crew including you bless you guys hearts y'all rock the party but you're not international travelers like i and i do not speak espanol and there's a lot of things i have to explain to you guys about international travel that you guys would be like what do you mean that's, hey, that's I, would, I would like
0: to say and i'm pretty sure you'll back me on this yes that i was very very uh a well-mannered american and in, in foreign country right. yeah yeah i mean
1: i mean that's the thing the whole crew is very polite and very uh welcoming and un- like We, we, everybody knew they were visiting another people's home and we were the guest and we were trying to be cool, but there was lots of other shit. Like when you were trying to explain to them how they need to make a taco correctly, uh, I was like, hold on, there's not fucking cheese and sour cream on this taco. And the best is when you're you're explaining it to the guy. You're like, no, man, like, you know, like a taco. I want cheese and sour cream on a crunchy hard shell with a little bit of, like, uh, lettuce and tomatoes. Kiss this
0: filth out of my face. And the motherfucker looks at Mike and he goes, like Taco Bell? Fuck Taco Bell. (laughs) We were in some little bodega that was, like, open 24 hours. Yeah. Like, liquor, everything. Like, I'm pretty sure you could. Rowdy Rob was buying fake Rolexes. Right there on the sidewalk and all Medellin that Medellin
1: was one of those places where we realized we can party, but so can that whole fucking city. Like, they they didn't stop. It'd be 7.30 in the morning. We'd be getting home. There should be a home. new
0: Olympic game. It's called, like, partying. Yeah. And it's just like what country drugs, alcohol, and strippers, and lack of sleep, and then see what country can go the I longest. I definitely know the American team could hang. Oh, we're going to be in top three next to the Russians and... I don't know who's, who else. The,
1: who's number one at partying in the Olympic. Based on what we know from our Disney parties and everything, who do you think would have been number one at partying with whores, drugs, booze? I don't and endorse drugs, but let's no. Just, but for no. this Olympic game, it's probably going to have to be
0: in there. Yeah, there's definitely you're going to have to have
1: like yeah, you're going to have to have a ringer guy. There's one guy on your team. You know, bring in the nostril, bring in the nostril. Here
0: you know? He comes. He's got his own intro music. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> I'm coming to. A- Sniff your cocaine Shout out Tim Valley You know He'd be our ringer for it <laughs> There's uh, I don't know I would say I would have to say Russia Russia's in there And some European country um, Russia's definitely number two If we're number three I'm counting Asians out I'm counting Australians out I mean out. I'm not counting Japan out bro When it comes to getting down drinking Like I read I- this thing on Uber Facts That it was like They have the highest population Of people over 90 Yeah Yeah so whatever the fuck, like, octopus head they're eating is really good.
1: It's a, it, oh, yeah. You know, it, it, I don't know how it is now, but I know traditionally, uh, especially, like, in the 80s when I had a lot of family and friends, I used to go to, like, Okinawa in Japan for military tours. Uh, Japan was very big on, like, taking care of the elderly in your family. Like, your parents didn't go to an old folks home when you were in Okinawa. You know, they moved in with you. And I think stuff like that plays a big role in people, like, living a longer time. But number one, drinking party. Because it's all partying. That's the thing. It's not just drinking. It's not like the Irish team just wins because they can out drink you. Yes, it's I forgot all, about the Irish. But it's I, all I, out partying. How damn
0: me forget me, me, me the for Irish bloodline. Team.
1: I'd say the Irish team is definitely fourth or fifth. I'm going to say England, Ireland, and Russia and I'm, America. I don't think England's four. going at Russia. Russia's either one or two. But whoever, if Russia's number two, whoever's number I'm not one saying one what number. Party. I'm saying
0: top five. Top five. America, give top five. America, Russia. England, Ireland, and I don't know what my fifth one would be. Honestly. I'm
1: going to say my top five in no particular order, Russia, America, Mexico. Mexico's got to be in there, man.
0: Yeah, you probably got a point.
1: Um, Russia, America, Mexico, Germany. Germany's
0: yeah. got to be able oh, to party, I, That's man. my fifth one, Germany.
1: Yeah, Russia, America, Mexico, Germany. And who is my fifth, man? <sighs> who gets down and parties hard? Russia America Mexico Germany I'm like trying to think of every
0: James Bond movie where I saw him Like somebody's gonna send me a DM on Instagram like fuck you motherfucker yeah you forgot, you forgot who's about Uzbekistan yeah 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 so anyways uh, we, we took we took last week off because well I mean there's only so many hours in a day yeah and to be honest, I was kind of glad because I was like, you know what? Let these motherfuckers miss us. Yeah. We've been feeding them. They've been coming to our little nest and they know where to come get it at com. They know they can get on Spotify, Apple fucking podcast. I, I now. And we, we said, you know what? Oh, there's no there's no food today, Bertie. You got to come back next time. Yeah. And some of them are actually legitimately concerned, which yeah. is good. Because like, let's be honest, uh, I'm enjoying them like, Getting upset because it's like, all right, cool. So you do miss me because I want to be like you. You you miss me, yeah. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to know, and they did. And and the followers are like, please. Some of them have like reasoned with me, like, Mike, listen, please don't like this. Just go away. I need this. So Yeah. yeah, we took a week off. We had a million things going on, and but we didn't. We didn't like stop, but. We we're constantly trying to evolve the production value here. At least I am. I don't know about y'all, but yeah. you know the lighting, the video, the sound. We have a really uh, high quality uh, video imagery now. A switcher, multiple cameras. You can if you want to stare at two fat dudes talk for hours. Boy, do we have a website for you, MikeVisa.com, which is if you remember that you'll be with us this weekend at the craziest, wildest, sexiest, most ridiculous. Um, Call and check it out, ready. guys.
1: For drunk people in costumes, twenty-one, there was about two months ago. There was sort of like lots of talk between me and Mike about getting carnival equipment, and it seemed a lot harder. Well, first of we all, Miguel, against- uh,
0: if, if I do may object, yes, um, this carnival shit has been going on in my fucking sick head for many, many years.
1: Yeah, there's tons of shit that's been going on in your sick head for many years. Like you True. keep talking about monkeys all the time, but Watch this carnival equipment mouth. thing. Really came to life about two months ago, and then a couple weeks ago, after like a month of negotiating, we bought our first piece of carnival equipment.
0: We officially own a scrambler.
1: It's fucking gnarly, too, man. It's a badass ride. All right, so we have a
0: few payments on it.
1: We're making payments on our scrambler, but that don't mean we don't
0: own it, you know? We just, you know, we don't own it all yet. Yeah. But we're going to pay this bitch off. I mean, it's not like they're going to come get it, because it took us like 12 hours to to fucking set
1: it up. Guys, I want to tell you this. If you want to finance anything and not worry about anyone coming to take it,
0: finance carnival equipment. Okay, I've been trying to get carnies to finance me shit for a long time. Yeah, and we're doing carny code here. This didn't go through no goddamn bank. This was just carny code. Yeah, this is owner financing. We put down half down, and then we... Which was a nice chunk, and we're going to have it paid off in a few months. I'll tell
1: you this much. If you don't know, if you want to buy a Scrambler or if you want to buy a luxury car, you're in about the same price range you know well
0: miguel you said why buy a lambo when you can buy a, a scrambler because like scrambler. i said
1: man you know a girl's gonna make a decision you got a lambo there's about two decisions she's gonna make either fuck this guy he's got a lambo and he thinks he's all the shit or i'm gonna fuck this guy because he's got a lambo
0: but when you got a scrambler she doesn't know what to think well, first of all you can fit a whole lot more people on a scrambler yeah and we just had, but a, the seats
1: in the scrambler are about the same as the seats seats in the Lambo.
0: Well, for us bigger guys, it's definitely not the most comfortable. Yeah, uh, it's seats
1: definitely Italian sports car, a little fucking seating in there.
0: Well, we just had a like a secret little private sorority. Uh, we won't say their name. But a a sorority party. We had a birthday party for a sorority girl and her crew. Slash Halloween.
1: Slash Halloween, which I didn't even know that was part of it until the end, which was cool. Which I was like, oh, so they're going to be dressed
0: up too? Even better.
1: And it was cool. You know, this is the first time, though... In my life. Honestly, God, this is the first time I heard this. And I imagine that
0: was fucking all weekend. Fair enough, yes. Fucking. But I still want to see it in the flesh.
1: Yes. Well, you know, I but here's my deal. And you have to respect this, Mike. Compared to many of the other people who who fuck here while on the clock. You got to respect the No, you're the most that,
0: noble of of the noble.
1: Because I put like 15, 20 minutes into it with a radio. I'm the only one here who fucks holding a radio in his hand. And I'm like, hold on, hold on, girl, hold on, hold on, girl. Ralphie, give me a check real quick on the perimeter. And I'm like, hold on,
0: hold on. No, listen, here's the deal. A lot of people abuse their um, their... Their uh, access to what what it is here when you work here. Yeah, you are not one of them. Thank you, Michael. When it comes to that type of stuff. Thank
1: you, Michael. In fact, Adam Adam even walked in on me uh, to tell me horrible news, and he's such a goddamn G. He's like, I opened the bus door and saw you going at it, so I closed the door and waited, and then he waited for me to walk outside, and then he goes, Hey, I didn't want to ruin the mood, but um. They've destroyed the bathroom. <laughs> I was like, what did they destroy? And he's like, well,
0: the bathroom, so all of it. Let me, this is such a good topic, okay? Because not only is it Halloween related, but um, this is maybe something that maybe you listening have never experienced. But we had a very uh, young, sexy, uh, we've had hundreds of UCF, yeah. University of Central Florida college students come. And, um, we're pretty we're pretty strict on dudes unless you're yeah. a member. It's not that hard. You get if you get a fucking working credit card yeah. and you sign up, you could pretty much be full blown fucking. Regarded. And this is our thing with up. dudes
1: too. If you're a member, it just shows you fuck with us, which means we're not worried about you. Yeah. That's where
0: it comes from. You just you fuck with us. So it's we're like, not I worried. Don't, I don't want the money for you to come. I'd rather you not come if you don't fuck with me. And if you're not like loyal to the game and like it's like paying dues, yeah. we're kind of a we're kind of a fraternity in a way, yeah. A fraternity of sausages, and uh, without all the you know, the rape, yeah, you know, or legends, you know, yeah, whatever. Anyways, so um, we made some friends with some fraternity guys. They were like Solid guys, too, man. Super solid dudes. We're pretty much bro out with yeah. them. Yeah,
1: that's what I was saying earlier. we like the, big brothers. They, well, this is the first time I've ever been called a dad. Like, I always get to, you're like, my big brother, bro. But these guys, you know, I'm 38 years old. These guys are like 22. These girls are like 22. They're like, you guys are so cool. You remind me of my dad. And I've my first time in my life, I got the, you remind me of dad.
0: Oh, we definitely had to son a few of these motherfuckers. Oh, hard, though. Guys hard. and the girls. Hard. Because... These girls, bless their heart, they're very sweet and very beautiful. And um, and
1: they wanted to have a good party. They were trying to have a good party. They just never been in the game, you
0: know? We know yeah. what it was like 20 years ago when we first started doing this shit. It's, there is no simple, like, hey, let's have a party at this type of production value. These girls decided buses, to have fr- Buses. Buses were getting stuck. Yeah. Uh, they went. One bus went to the wrong gate and got stuck. And then I hear Adam, yeah, I've got a... Pull them out with the tractor, and then one other guy's having a meltdown. Here, fucking here's, let me tell him. you about the bus situation because I went over there with these
1: guys. Bus got stuck going through our back gate. Don't go through that gate. You're you're about a ninety acres away from the party if you go through the back gate. You know, so the bus gets stuck in the back gate area, and. Uh, we had, to, we had to pick up another bus to, to load them. they had like three buses coming, but they had to walk from where the bus got stuck probably, w- would you say Corkwood's about a half mile? No, more, I would say a mile a About and a mile, quarter, quarter, qu- mile eight. and a quarter. These kids in Halloween costumes had to walk through a dirt road in the wilderness, and Adam's riding the and gator guess, in front of him. He looks like, bro, Mo- bro, well, he looks like Moses. The trail trail's
0: really gnarly.
1: He looks like Moses leading his people through the exodus and, and, and there's just slutty pirates behind him and red uh. riding Hood oh. And we come up With another bus Here's the thing too These kids uh, Earlier From the very beginning Of the meeting When we hit them up We said listen If you want to get buses Holler at us We'll get you buses They're They like, didn't listen To anything we said They didn't listen To anything cause they said Because they, you know, they thought They could do this And then they did, they put on A good event They had a great time But they didn't realize The guys they hired For their buses At like three times What hustling, we would have paid hustling. Were our bus guys
0: Yeah they hired Our bus guys Without consulting us I tried us. to help them I was like Let me hit up my guys and I hit them up, and they're like, "Yeah, we already we're already doing that party." I'm like, "What?" I'm like, "Oh, oh, okay, I see what's going <laughs> yeah. on there. Okay, hustle." But so. it was uh,
1: it was it was a good part. It was fun to be. It was fun to watch. It is my thing. It was fun to watch kids, twenty years younger than me, doing the thing we did back in the day. And, and grinding and trying, and they failed at some stuff, but they succeeded at other well, stuff.
0: That's, that's definitely uh, the, the, like, emotional payoff I get for all the years of hard work and the insanity I put into this shit, is when a new person that's never been here before arrives at the gate and the experience they have from there and into the house throughout the night. That is, like, so important to me, so towards the beginning of the night I've literally found me and you basically working for them yeah we were like no no you got you no stop don't do this you gotta do it this way and they're like oh okay and then they would see instantly, like, we knew what the fuck we were doing. When they when their bus got
1: stuck and all those kids were stuck out there, there was, like, 60 kids that were trying to figure out a ride. There was a part of me that was like, I don't really give a fuck. It's not my event. But there was another part of me like, this is this kid's first time at the Sausage Castle. And I don't want them to be like, it, it, it I don't want to go way, there. Though, yeah. Because
0: uh, when, when, when all the Disney uh, students come here, the Foreign Exchange students, we've talked about on previous podcast, they um, they fucking... They, People just hear about a party however they hear about it. You never know yeah. how they really come to the party. I mean, I've been to parties where, like, literally people were driving a neighborhood and they saw a bunch of cars and then they would get out and they'd park and they'd walk up to the house and just go inside. We had a guy, guys, we had a guy out of that when the bus got stuck.
1: Some dude was riding up and down dirt roads and he saw all the kids. Next thing you know, he was trying to drive them to the house. Ralphie, our security stops him. And we're like, what are you doing? And he's like, I just came to party. And we're like, are you part of this fraternity? Because this guy's like 35 years old now. I'm looking at him like, you part of this? He's like, no, man. I just,
0: I followed the buses to a party. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen guys at a 7-Eleven see girls like buying like off Ice and literally follow them back to a house. I showed up to I've a seen party. i some weird shit.
1: I was about 20 years old. And I showed up to a party, and it happened to be at Ken Griffey Jr.'s house, uh, and I followed cars in there. Well, I I got to the front, and they had a list and everything, and in security, yeah, they basically, they're what I I hope I am to people when that happens. Because they came out to me, and they were like, can we help you? And I was like, I followed these girls. They're like, okay, you're gonna have to turn around, sir. Like nice, uh, just like, hey bro, I'm not gonna kick your ass for this because uh we get it. You followed like two truckloads of girls who are going to a bar- and girls will tell you, follow us Oh and yeah. then you get there and they're like, Bye <laughs> Yep. See ya. Do you ever have that happen the to you at a club back in the day where these girls you meet, you're like walking down the street in Miami or some of these girls are like, come with us, come with us. Yeah, And you definitely. get there. And then,
0: more dudes, though. I've been like, yo, bro, I really want you to come out to this event. I'm like, oh, my God. And then I'm like, hey, bro, I got to go to this thing. Cause it's like da-da-da-da. Yeah. And then I show up and they're not even there or they don't give a fuck or I don't even like talk to them. Or it's the complete opposite. They're, like, down my throat, like, ah!
1: The worst is when an artist tells you to go somewhere, and you go there, and then the artist never shows up, and you're, like, waiting at a place. You're like, they told us that After Party was going to be here, and Oh, then I'm the of that
0: shit. I can be like,
1: oh. <laughs> That's why you have to stick with them the whole time. Once you break up, yeah. once you're like, okay, Wiz, we'll meet you at the place,
0: it's never going to happen. Oh, for sure. Like, you I when I'm hanging out with my rock star friends I definitely make sure we rendezvous before any of this other shit because I'm not like oh yeah you know leave my tickets at will call type of guy I'm like no motherfucker I'm like coming to your hotel we're riding together because I'm not getting caught up in all that bullshit because when we're on tour you know you're traveling the country and you don't really necessarily think about this and this is what normal people don't think about All right, I'll give an example what i'm trying to say here we'll be in texas and i'll forget the day before we were in oklahoma so then i'll forget to hit back someone that i know in texas and i've cockblocked myself had the most beautiful women in the world like blowing me up hey when you come to texas hit me up and i'll forget because i'm dealing with the day-to-day shit and when you try to rest and you're trying to get ready then you just forget and then you don't even realize like Hey, I'm in Dallas. What's up? Let's hang out. Oh, I just remembered. hey, babe, I go on an hour. And they're like, I'm in San Antonio. I'm <laughs> hours away. Yeah. I'm not making it. And you're like, oh, wait a minute. And I've had it happen to me. Yeah. I've had homies come like, yo, bro, I'm in Miami. Come to my show tonight. And I'm like, bro, I'm four hours from there. Yeah. And you don't realize that. But, you know, um, it's just, you know, they're in their moment. And then when they finally give you attention. Because you ever try to talk to someone that's important, but you can never get a message back from them until yeah. like, to the last minute, and they're like, yeah, bro, come, you're good. And then I have been in so many fucking situations that had the most epic ending that n- almost never happened, and that's like a life lesson I've always learned to just be there, because if you're there, the the chances of, of that magical moment happening is intensified. What, what
1: do they say? Proximity is... Almost like proximity to power is power. You know, being near something is, is is almost the same as holding the weight of it. Because like, if that's how entourages are are so powerful in a sense. You know, because you don't know who's the day to day guy, and you don't know who's the guy who drives
0: or the laundry guy. You know, and and being in this business, there's been so many times that like, there are des- I know, I find out later that they're desperately in need of someone who can do their laundry or. Someone that can find them. I've been with homies that are like pop stars that don't even have people over 18 come to their show. Yeah. And they just want to see a chick that's over 18. Yeah. Like, fuck, please. Like, you know somebody here? Please. I'm on the road. I'm lonely. You know? Yeah. Like, I want to hang out with some chicks. Or, hey, what's the best strip club? Or, hey, how? what's the best, like, bar to go to? Because we, we live in Central Florida, Orlando area and we know that when you travel here there's two different things can you imagine coming to Universal Studios to like one of these city walk nightclubs compared to like downtown Orlando local shit and tourist shit two different things two different things in the city yeah and and that goes with traveling anywhere because what a
1: lot of people don't get too is the local shit so like all the tourist shit all the tourist bars and stuff like that uh that's not where any of us go You know It's expensive It's out of the way yep. But the, the local shit is Corny It's always like a corny, watered yeah. down like,
0: Disney version of something Yeah
1: But then the local shit is Is populated by a giant service industry Think about
0: this If you lived in Indiana And you were down here And we were having a party On a Saturday night Would you rather go downtown Or would you rather come here Yeah exactly You're, And what's cool about What I've done with my Quote unquote career Whatever the fuck you want to call this shit Is that a house party is a different uh, vibe than, like, a nightclub or a bar. Because
1: at a house party, you can walk up to anyone and strike up a conversation, and it's cool. Yeah.
0: It's not necessarily always loud-ass music. You meet friends at house parties, new friends. Yeah. I
1: I rarely meet a new
0: friend at a club, you know? Well, my problem that I've had pretty much since I've been doing this shit the last 20 years is if I ever... and, And I can literally count maybe on my hands... How many times I've been to someone else's party. Yeah. And I always digest it because it's my brain. It doesn't stop. It's just like, oh, my God, they totally fucked up. Look, They didn't even, like, blow up their driveway. Or why are these cars parked like that? Oh, my God. Why isn't their porch light on? Oh, my God. Why would they not do that? And then I was like, oh, my, why isn't the light? Why is it so bright in here? Why is there no music? You ever been somewhere and you've seen the potential of a situation? It's completely compromised because someone didn't have the – and, like and, like the forward thinking to yeah to, just to be like get, hey let me turn on some music yeah or hey let me dim the lights or hey let me fucking put a bowl of popcorn on the fucking coffee table or something.
1: you do that with everything and I'm
0: not trying to what
1: Brian it's, Idol it's, Brian yeah, Idol shows bad. up to the party right our buddy Brian out a wrestler looking great and Mike's and he doesn't mean to but Mike's focus on the fact that he feels like Brian should have wore boots. Instead of the sneakers that he's wearing. And it's like... But it's funny because, you know, we know you for it. So it's just something that we laugh at because you're kind of fixated on that when that happens.
0: It started when I would go, like, important places and I would bring some of my homies. Yeah. And they looked like shit. And I'm like, bro, I can't take you to this, like, VIP thing. You're wearing fucking flip-flops. And, like, what the fuck am I going to do? Like, what are you doing? You don't... (laughs)
1: But it's all, it's past that now because, like, it's, in your mind, they're doing it, and I, and I don't mean it in a way, but I see the way you see it. You're like, they're wrong, and you don't mean to be like, they're
0: wrong, but you're every, like, why are you not
1: wearing the thing that
0: I think you should wear for every this? Every time I've dressed somebody yeah. or enhanced, like, their physical situation, it has always intensified the experience for them every single fucking time. I have a guy, I've had several guys, literally willing to pay me triple of what this shirt cost there are people right now in LA and Vegas walking around with clothes that I had fucking that I've had since high school our Canadian friend JT he's yeah. wearing his leopard this like tiger felt shirt that I've had since I was like 18 19 and this guy is probably getting pussy in it right now and we all know that if you get laid you get lucky you're like damn that's my lucky shirt oh damn that's my <laughs> yeah. every guy keeps the haircut he's he, he got delayed the laid yeah. the most in And there was a period of time, probably like three or four years ago, that I was getting really, really fat, and I was still fucking bad bitches, and it was like, the girls were actually doing a disservice to me, because where's the motivation? I look at some lonely motherfuckers that come around here, and I'm just like, damn, this guy would literally fucking cut his arm off to have one one night that I have every weekend or every other day, and... That guy would fucking change. He would fucking tattoo his a giant penis on his face if he thought he'd get laid again. You know, it's like some of the like like the girl that you were having sex with this weekend. Yeah, you're definitely not in her range. She's way too hot to be having sex with you. Yes, yes, that's the best part. And, about but it. you weren't sleazy. You're not like a, 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 you're not like one of those guys like, hey, baby, I'll, uh, I'll make you famous. Or, yeah, hey, you want to suck this dick? You're like you're like a you're just an honest, straight up like gentleman. But at the same time, you're just very. You're just like a fun, cool dude. Thank you, Mike. So, like these chicks, I'm excited when I hear. I'm like, bro, you smashed her. I'm like, oh my god, it's so exciting. Thank you, Michael. That's very. I used, I, I used, to I used to, like, it's. I'm always, I'm, I'm always salty. And you, when, got, like, and you I, got, and also, let me tell you this, Butch.
1: I like pride myself on being able to like. Pull away and do my thing, but Mike Dude. is a goddamn sniper, though. Like, okay, nobody, go, nobody. Can,
0: Drunk Mike is yeah. a sniper.
1: Nobody can catch me on a creep.
0: Like drunk Mike kid Yo So I caught you on my Snapchat A few times Yeah You were literally making out Like a fucking uh, High school At a fucking the dance in the back Dark corner <laughs> yeah, This little secret And sneak. this girl's fucking So goddamn cute <laughs> I actually had fun with her Later that night You uh, did me man and, too and my girlfriend And
1: the best part about it Is Mike We're the kind of grown ups Where we don't like, give a fuck uh-huh. The best part of that was Ain't no fun If the homies can't they have.
0: have None We're just fucking We're vibing We're having a good time Because the
1: thing is They're it's not like this is what people got to get. People, I, I've heard people say things like this, like, oh, man, that girl's that slutty. What do you mean? I'm that slutty. Yeah. We're sluts. People you know? always. like, don't call love her a slut. Everyone yeah. that
0: they, I just hate it. It's, it's if everyone was just, just to chill the fuck out and stop with the bullshit. Yeah. Just go have fun. And dudes are the worst at
1: this. Dudes are like, oh, my God, that girl's a slut. She hooked up with two guys at the party.
0: What? She's a. Sl- I'm a slut. I would hook up with with, with with multiple girls at a party if it was fun. It, it's like I always say. We always try to go back to. Uh, we try to domesticate hum- humanity. And yeah, we're, we're animals in a way. Yeah, our our instincts to 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 enjoy things, to be greedy, to yeah, to be selfish, to want sexual gratification. There's chemicals in our body that. Control our destination in life sometimes. Did
1: you have? I had this moment at that party because these kids were like 22 years old and stuff like that. They're all like, you know, like juniors and seniors in college or whatever. I had a moment though where I was watching them. Like ride the zipper, or excuse me, ride the uh, ride uh, this dick. <laughs> that was fun, but no, I had watched them ride the uh, the scrambler, and and I knew we were giving them the best party they
0: had been to. I had messages saying that was the greatest night of my life yeah. several times, and I'm like, mm. it was really good. But really, but, but
1: good. You know they're younger, and and one of my favorite things about it though was listening to them. Uh, we, first of all, they were very, they were all just such good people, very nice people. Couple man. little douches here little and there, douches, mostly the dudes. Mostly the dudes, but there were some really great dudes that well, we met there too. Here's what's
0: cool about the girls who who hosted the event is that we always get like stereotypical like negative shit people like to talk about us yeah. in this place. Like oh well, well, I heard everyone's getting drugged and raped there, or. Oh my God, like, don't go there. You have to, like, suck dick to get in there. And all this, like, crazy yeah. bullshit that's, like, like, I've talked about this before. It's, it's, it's like, sad because it's the exact opposite of what yeah. I'm trying to do. I'm trying to create an experience for people to, to enjoy and to, you know, escape the harsh realities of life. Yeah. When you come here, we want you to have fun. I don't care. Honestly, don't give a fuck. I mean, would I prefer you to suck 10 of my friends' dicks? Sure. Cause that means a a lot of mouth hugs went around, and that's great. But if you were to sit in the corner with your arms folded, with a turtleneck, and just sit there and just observe, then fine. Because no one here is gonna make you do anything you don't want to do.
1: Yeah, more like like as much as like sexual conquests are great. The funnest part, the most fun of the party, is watching six o'clock in the morning. This birthday girl. On the uh, on the fucking uh scrambler with her like boyfriend
0: oh, I well let me talk about that, yeah, so other than the multiple uh sexual encounters that I incurred with me and my lady friend yes, um me and my girlfriend we 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 have sex with other girls and 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 sometimes I don't even fuck sometimes you know they just suck suck sucky, and then I just like you know whatever I'm just I'm just like a hippie, I'm like, yeah whatever you know whatever's casual, it's casual, it's chill, right you know it's like, yeah, whatever you know. If they're not vibing, I'm not vibing. We're not vibing. If her pussy looks like it's been blown out a little bit too much, I'm like eh, maybe, maybe next time, give it, give it give it a couple healing weeks. You know, put it on the put on the disabled fucking list, and you know, put it, put it put it back in rotation a couple weeks, you know, let that thing heal it. Put some ice on it. However, all that stuff is fun and great, but I had the most magical moment about four or five a.m. and. Everyone had kind of gone, and only the people that were here. The rest of the 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 sorority girls had gone on the tour on their their buses and went back to wherever the fuck they came from. And uh, here we are, our our drunken uh, carny friend who's gotten way too close to the real carnies. By the way, Adam. Yeah, Adam. Adam's become more carny than he should now. He's like talking to the carny, the real, the Lord of the carnies. Yeah. like the guy we the bought side. our carney
1: equipment from. And Adam's using carney slang that no one taught him. He's like, oh, that's a real rib tickle jibber right there. And I'm like, what uh-huh. the you learned that?" He's like, oh, that's what you say west of Memphis when you're talking about a, a scrambler
0: part that's out. I'm like, how do you know that? He's like, don't worry, just carney stuff. I feel like we brought... Adam into a universe that he should have been in. I feel like Adam's that dude who
1: can fall into any organization. Like, literally, if Adam moved into, like, South Central Los Angeles and was rolling with the fucking Crips, he'd just be, like, sweeping their stash out. It's like, well, I tell you what, T-Dog, same thing my daddy told me. Everybody gotta get paid, <laughs> so you slang a little crack or you rock a carnival, whatever you do, it's
0: just a job. It's you know? a
1: good, honest living. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's Adam. He's, like, he's... Right right now he's probably fucking mowing the lawn somewhere
1: yeah dude adam i tell you what the, i've never seen mike more proud than the day we walked out at three o'clock in the morning and we heard a chainsaw going and there was adam 3 a.m teared up <laughs> mike literally a little, literally fucking a little steel, a steel crocodile <laughs> tear rolled down my eyes and that's my boy <laughs> just trimming trees at 3 a.m i asked adam this weekend i said did you get any sleep he's like
0: i will <laughs> that was Maybe. A I will. But so yeah, yo, he's been getting like really like frenzy with the real Carney, The guys that yeah. really we've been our plug. Because here's the deal, uh, carny. Most carney people are, are shady. Uh, yeah. Sh- <laughs> However, this uh, our carnies are fucking great. Yeah, our man. guy Jr. At Big O Amusements. Big O Amusement uh, will take care of all your carnival needs, man. They, uh, you know. I I kind of feel like they're doing us a solid, and we're doing them a solid. They're definitely every now and then we fuck with people that we're like,
1: yeah, no matter what, we're about to fuck with you. Like Bumpbox, we're fuck with them for life. Hornblasters, we're fuck with them for life. And uh, Big O Entertainment, we're, even when we're done buying carnival equipment, which Mike, we will one day be done. No, nope, buying we carnival won't. equipment. Blasphemy! Uh, but Big O, cut his mic, Steven. cut his mic. <laughs> but I tell you, what, you to get back to where we were, though. I know what you're saying. That magical moment of watching these these kids. First of all, here's a little thing you guys need to know that we never do, and we did this for these kids because we want it to be those guys. We didn't charge them yeah. for a fucking party at our house.
0: Yeah, and we make we literally put on a thirty thousand dollar party for them. Yeah. Carnival equipment. I feel like I was on one of those uh, MTV Sweet Sixteen birthday yeah. parties. Like, okay, I want my Ferris wheel here and the mechanical bull there. Yeah, and and everyone's gonna go in this tent and they're gonna just like vibe. And
1: the the reason we there's three reasons we did it. One reason was we pussy. haven't done yes, but one reason was second reason we haven't done pussy. <laughs> we haven't done a huge party. In a while, it was we like got a D pick coming
0: up, so it was a scrimmage, yeah. We it really was. We basically did John a scrimmage. John Tapper came in, yeah. and he was like, We're gonna put you through a stress test. We called up, I'm like gonna a, bring all these sorority girls in here, yeah. You better fire that scramble up at 4 a.m. You're a goddamn Carney guy, you better be on point, yeah. And that's what it did. And and uh,
1: the second reason I think we did it, and truthfully, Mike, the second reason we did it was we've always said we
0: like being those guys we wish we had met when we were younger. Oh my god, that's that is. Not to sound arrogant, yeah, but they won the homie hookup lottery yeah. when they were like, "Hey, so like, could I bring like two hundred of my sorority girls here?" We're like, uh, "Well, um, maybe, yeah, yeah." Let's talk details. And they brought dudes. And one of the things about the dude, like me and we Steven had and- we had to let them because it was like. They're not going to find us all. No. 80, 99% of these girls would not find us attractive. No. I told Steven, I go, if I went to a sorority party
1: at their house, there would have been no chance of girls being like, you're so hot, old fat
0: man. Yeah. <laughs> but it's the vibe. But I tell you this. it was. And, and That's that, why I demand so much. God damn it. Miguel and Steven. Well, you think these motherfuckers are fucking these hot ass girls on, and down the street? No. Well, it's a fantasy world. They're living in a fantasy world. Here's the thing,
1: though, too, man. There was not one single fat dude at this no.
0: entire event. Fuck These guys no. had chiseled abs. We even talked about the girls. There wasn't yeah. even a girl that was This was, was like Abercrombie. Abercrombie came out to party. The most less desirable, I still would have fucking yeah. sucked my dick. The that.
1: ugliest dude there was five times more handsome than I've ever been
0: oh, in yeah. my life once. Yeah. and And- we, we've learned that this generation is definitely different from us Yeah, like they're way more little cocky little shit yeah because nobody's like, check ever them. whooped their ass yeah and it's like alright motherfucker we know it's illegal to get in, in school fights now yeah. the cops come and arrest you but back in my days yeah you fucking handled it like a goddamn man and you became best friends with the dude afterwards
1: yeah
0: but and, and another thing with, with these kids
1: though that uh, <laughs> there was just little things like they served spaghetti like, they wanted to make food for everybody. They wanted to be cheap. Oh, my cheap. God. So it's like, you, have you ever been to a fucking house party? Oh, let me explain this. just like, welcome to my house party. Want some spaghetti? <laughs>
0: Here's the deal. It's like 1 a.m. And I'm pretty, pretty buzzed because I get yeah. stressed. I'm, yeah. I, I take this shit very serious. So I had to, like, stop caring. And that's the only time you'll ever, ever, ever see me drink by myself. I'll go into my bathroom, which is like, yes, yeah. there's this little let's
1: explain brown it's not a bathroom. Chiller. it's more like a green room. Mike's whole bathroom is huge, huge area. It's not like a bathroom you've seen. it's got. Art and, and, and wild animals stuffed everywhere. From Burt Reynolds. Yeah, Burt Reynolds' wild animals are stuffed the on the And uh, then there's like we'll a whole easy. candy shop vibe going on, barber chairs. Mike's bathroom doesn't make you feel like you're in a bathroom at all. It's a green room. It's it's, it's a green room for like an artist. We, we party in my
0: bathroom more than we do anywhere. Yeah, normally.
1: that's the VIP. And I loved when we called the two guys and there was these two uh, uh, fraternity guys who were helping these girls set this event up and yeah. just two... Solid young man, like you know. That's what's nice about being an old guy now. When I meet somebody, I'm like, "You guys are solid young men," you know, like very, well, very cool and I, nice and most you know,
0: hardworking. Most people know that I don't like to hang out with random ass dudes, but when I get drunk, oh, and, and, the, and yo, the vibes you are said, good. I, I was like, hey, "Tony, come here!" I fucking my, Bob, Pat.
1: I fucking love you guys. I looked at my text message and it's like 3 a.m. and it's like, "Get
0: in Mike's room now, fellas. We're partying." And I'm like. We must have been hammered, you know. (laughs) Well, um, towards the end, uh, we just had this most magical moment, and we fucking fired up the scrambler. It was like five thirty in the morning. We weren't riding. We weren't. We have like a a Rocco plane Mm with the giants, like Ferris wheel. That like it's kind of like the zipper. The there's like this steel. Sorry if we're
1: rambling off too much carnival talk, guys. But we're fucking balls deep in the game now. We're kind of
0: we're kind of legit carnival. Now, now I'm gonna change my Instagram bio to not the owner of the wildest house in America. It's the wildest theme park in America. We have pirate ships. Uh, we got We got water slides Yeah it's getting fucking real Sketchiest water slide in America <laughs> It's gonna fuck you up man yeah. Remember how, A lot of you You follow me You always hear me say Come to my house And fucking die Motherfucker It's well, getting closer Yeah that's pretty real now Yeah and then I can already see me getting uh, Brought in the court And saying uh, well, uh, when we on, on November 4th, when you said, and I quote, come to my motherfucking house and <laughs> die, motherfucker, um, I can already see, him I, can he, already like, see I can already see, I can already see the lawsuits. lawyer being like, you
1: yeah, know, if I will, and he flips
0: the table of, run, Michael, run, run. get the <laughs> fuck out of here. I'll hold him
1: at the door. There's nothing more I'll I can repel do. out the window and <laughs> yeah. shit. But that fucking. magical, that magical fucking, uh, the moment at the end with the scrambler was so cool. It was just like. The sun's coming up almost, you know. Yeah, it's, and it's, it's we're drunk
0: end. as shit. And we're, 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 I'm being very like, hey, I'm like, Adam don't fuck around now make sure every all the and the good thing is Adam does it,
1: Adam, when he rocks a party with us doesn't get drunk until 7am when the party's over then he gets wasted so at 5.36 o'clock when we're riding the Scrambler
0: so he he's 100% a shirt, sober he took his shirt off like we asked and he put a cigarette, cigarette in his mouth dangling like a carny and he, uh, he fucking fired it up and went through the whole fucking 24 point Here, check inspection here's shit. the thing
1: about the Scrambler though it is parked right outside where Midget Mac lives
0: yeah, so, it's in the cul-de-sac of our garage
1: and if you've never Never heard, if you've never been that close to an
0: amusement park ride, it's loud, it's windy, it shakes it's shit. It's beautiful. It's a magical experience. It light up like a Christmas tree. You had to literally hate your life to not have fun on that thing.
1: The birthday girl told me at one point, it was like six six 6.37, now the sun's up, you know, where it's, it's coming up, and she was sitting on this big cake that we got where you could just pop out of, like, which yeah. is something we took all on tour with us and never used it last year. Yep. But, um, she the only thing that or she just says and it was dope she goes this was my birthday like you know it was just all hitting her that she has bounce houses everywhere carnival rides a party at a mansion and this was her birthday for for nothing you know we didn't charge her they provided their own booze and stuff like that because you know we weren't gonna fucking give away everything but um it was really kind of nice Mike to do that
0: to think that like you know, it's I like would just like to thank uh, that sorority that we will not name. Yeah, we don't want them the getting The multiple into- uh, mouth hugs I received. Yes. And, um, yeah, it was a good fucking time.
1: It was a good time, man. Like I said, the kids were good. They fucking and wrecked was, the house. It was, They uh, wrecked the house, though. The
0: best part about it was, was like we said, stay on track here. Uh, that it was like a, a, a dry run for drunk people in costume yeah. this weekend, our Halloween party. Which, listen, here's the deal. It's weird how, like, Halloween has always belonged to kids. They go trick-or-treating and this and that and da-da-da. But when you get older, it's like, no, this belongs to us. Yeah, the the coolest thing
1: about Halloween is every point in your life, it changes how it matters. Because, like, when you're 16 and stuff, it's about mischief and fucking around
0: and stuff. Which brings me to my next point is uh, this weekend, this will be our last show before uh, drunk people in costumes. So... The next podcast that you hear and you watch, if you're a member, because you can watch the video of this on the website, if you're a member, is we're going to be doing a live studio audience. Yeah. So we're going to... Well, it's going to be a little louder, probably a little more fucking retarded. It's going to be a train wreck. It's going to be a shit show. So the next episode, if you enjoy the show, you're definitely going to like the next episode.
1: Yeah. Episode 16 is going to be our first
0: live studio audience at our biggest event of the year. Yeah. And... Even though it's the last day, so most of the people have already died or gone home. Yeah, but the strategically, people, it's the last day too. Yeah, and then after that, we're going on, like on a pirate cruise, and we'll like, see. I bet you we're passing. That. There's a bonfire somewhere on there, you know. Like we got a bunch of shit, but before we do all that, the last day on Sunday, we're gonna have we're gonna do our show, and uh, yeah, and we're gonna have we're gonna let our hardcore followers are members of our website be here We should do it live
1: it. from the scrambler <laughs>
0: the whole podcast listen on i don't know man i don't know if it was just magic in the fucking air but taking a 4am Scramble uh, ride it was
1: like 5:36am all right whatever it was fucking cuz their last bus left at 5 so it's probably 6am scrambler ride it was it was sun coming up behind magical. you guys it
0: was really magical. dope no one died. Mm-mm. The house was completely fucking wrecked. Oh though. yeah. We we've, we've had to steam clean the carpets like 3 times. So.
1: There uh and here's and there was there was definitely some shenanigans uh that had to be dealt with. I caught this guy, he was dressed as a cop. He was pissing pissing right uh in the pool area on the concrete in the corner. So I come walking up, and this guy's just wobbly pissing, and I come up behind him, and I yanked his cop hat off of him and put it out underneath his dick so that he got filled up with a little piss and then splashed the piss on him, and his face was like, uh, like, why would you do that? And I was like, why would you piss on the concrete? And he's like, I'm sorry.
0: Yeah, there was a few times I wanted to fucking choke some motherfuckers out. Yeah.
1: There was a few times, like, I, you know, me, I got into it with the, one of the girls who was... I didn't get into it, I scolded her. One of the girls who was handling shit. But at the end, man, they, all, they were good kids who had a nice time. It's just, like, what happens is people come to an event and they instantly get overwhelmed and guys like us are so... We've done it on tours with other people's shows. We've done it on stages where we take over because we know what needs to be done and we're watching the ship go down but then the people try to slink away and just enjoy themselves and I'm like, no, 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 no. I'll keep this fucking ship from sinking but you are going to stand next to me the entire time and help me do whatever I need. Oh,
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. Because
1: you'll watch people, you'll start saving the fucking day and then you'll watch them just go enjoying themselves. That happened in Colombia. That's what happened with me and that. I Dude, was just going to say that. Yeah, everything's going to shit, and he's like, well, I'm going to go in the hot tub and hang
0: out with some girls. No, motherfucker, you're responsible for this too. You brought this Colombian pimp shit to our, to our fucking table. Yeah. You fucking straighten it out. Yeah, and that's what people don't get. Me and you, I will say this, and
1: uh, 100%, anybody can pull our card, and, and, and they'll see him telling the truth. Me and you
0: take responsibility for the shit that we're supposed to handle. Bro, I'm in the fucking kitchen at midnight scraping Paschetti noodles what kind of noodles you know what the fuck I said I couldn't hear you my my, my audio was out Paschetti noodles oh okay just I thought with a fucking fork with my left foot trying to mop up with a towel the mess that's on the floor I see a shoe on the table and I'm like oh no this presentation is not gonna work <laughs> we have got to clean up these fucking Paschetti noodles get this shit out of- I'm like I'm like calling I'm looking around like quickly break down the table and get it out of here. Get it out of here. Because I'm just like, no, like, Maybe it's the the madness inside of me. I feel like those the party movies- will fucking utterly explode implode from its center if these fucking biscotti noodles and this <laughs> shoe is on this table, fucking up the flow and the vibe and there's shit everywhere. I feel like it's one
1: of those movies where like the special forces unit shows up to the fort that's not being taken care of right and the enemy's at the gates and they're like, cut down these trees, move this, like who's in
0: charge yeah, here? Yeah, that's exactly how I felt. That's every day of my life. Sometimes we'll have a party and I'll have, to st- I'll, I'll have to hide away from what's going on because I'm like, if I go out there, I know there's going to be 50 to 60 solo cups randomly <laughs> scattered. Some will be full, unattended. Some will be a quarter. Some will be empty with cigarette butts and I'll have to grab them all, <laughs> dump the liquid into the grass, and then throw away the cup into the trash. Like, I can't deal with that right now. And I'm like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'll just stay in my room where it's safe. Where I can just vacuum over and over and <laughs> yeah, over. I
1: love, I love mid-party vacuuming, Mike. It's like
0: moving people away so that you can vacuum. Bro, I ha- I, there's these like uh, replica like $100 bill rugs I have. Yeah. And every fucking time I have to bite my tongue, I'm like, no, don't do it. not do no, 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 no. So I'm be like, hey, what's up, bro? And he kicks the fucking rug, and it's all like turned over and shit. <laughs> And I'm just like... Oh, you know I always I always realize the when the rug's fucked up, I'll start straightening it. I'm like, uh-oh. Uh-oh. Bro, uh-oh. I'll, y- Baby's gonna have a fit. Baby's gonna have a fit. I've been so <laughs> drunk and so freaked out that I'll bend over and literally be drunk as fuck where I almost fall down and trying to straighten up the rug or pick up some fucking... Uh, it could be like a hair tie. I'm like, no. Must straighten these shoes out. Put them parallel into a corner. And there's always this... Hi, has anyone seen my coat I'm like it's in the closet, third to the right <laughs> after the Hawaiian shirts, and you're like, "Oh, uh, okay, why is it there? I put it away because it was wrong and but but back at the old house, I've changed it a little bit up because back at the old sausage castle sausage castle Seven, um where we lived for ten years, people would leave shit out, and I had this like big red booth that I would throw everything behind. And it's my secret little safe spot that I would throw everything away. And if you left it out, goodbye. I remember you burning shit one day. Oh, Do you remember burning all the jackets and stuff? <laughs> Bro, one time this girl uh, lived with me. She was really, really in love with me. And I was fucking her. And then, like, I, only when I was like drunk, drunk, drunk. And she yeah. was beautiful. Beautiful. Super beautiful. It's just that sometimes I'm just like, I'm not into you. And I know this sounds weird to some of you lonely motherfuckers listening to this, but sometimes it doesn't matter how hot they are. If they're fucking, if I'm not into them, I'm just not into them. That's the reverse as to why
1: sometimes these girls are into us. Because yeah. they're like, hey, listen, these guys are hotter, but I'm into this person.
0: And thank God for that. So I kept her shit for like six fucking months. But I should you not. The day I burnt all her stuff, because <laughs> it was much easier than taking it all the way down to the, the driveway and tra- bagging <laughs> up and trashing it. I just burnt it. And I get, like, a message on, like, MySpace. Hey, um, I have my birth certificate (laughs) and, like, a few other things in this, like, bag with clothes. Can I come by? I'm like, oh, I just burnt all that. That was... You've been gone for six months. Like, what am I supposed... Am I fucking... Uh, the storage uh, fucking building here like what you know how I, much shit has been left in my I house for people I feel bad for those people
1: cause who the fuck leaves their birth certificate and shit like that around for six months at someone else's house yeah they- I just
0: want them to change their fucking address when yeah. you move out of my house please stop we sending your mail fucking mail, mail here we everyone still that that poor mail lady I actually I don't know I don't think she's our regular one but I met a, a, a our regular mail lady. lady has a straight
1: crush on me Steven verify a blonde lady the older blonde lady wants it man
0: wants it. okay yeah. Well, i've seen her today out by the ferris wheel and that was really nice yeah. and i could tell she hadn't met me before and she was yeah. like oh my god this is the one they speak of yeah likes him hey guys you could always like you know come down to the post office if you need to pick up your packages i'm like what do you want you want to lose your fucking job but to keep like, you employed But I'm just like uh, Oh hey thank you here I'll, I'll grab them you, you need some help but I help them you know, I'm, I'm always Do you know That's what, how we are most, People don't
1: see that side mm-hmm. of us Let me tell you how it is with us And most people want to understand this Think of a regular full size mail truck And then think of them telling you Hey we can't deliver your mail Because it doesn't fit in our truck. We get packages so much that we'll get a notice, and they're like, you got to come. And then I'll I'll be like, all right, I'll bring the link. And they're like, no, 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 you're going to need to make trips. Because we order so much shit.
0: And so much stuff gets sent to us. I've made... I've helped make Jeff Bezos. I'm, I'm a part of his uh, his success.
1: Hey, one time I'm riding, so you gotta if you don't know the area, I'll just tell you. There's a major highway called 441, and if you're cruising from downtown Orlando and take 441 straight to the house here, it's about a 40-minute ride that you don't have to make any turns until you get close to the house. I was cruising on 441, passing an Amazon uh, distribution center, and the whole ride there's an Amazon truck in front of me, and I was just joking to myself. I go, I bet it's going to the house. That motherfucker, I, for 45 minutes road and then it went turn I followed that thing it came to the house it was going straight, no from, straight from the distribution center to our house this is when we ordered all the fucking um, the stuff for the rooms when we were doing last year around Halloween Yeah, when we were ordering all the shit for the rooms that bitch came from the distribution center and drove 45 minutes to our house
0: man uh, Amazon has definitely got several several dollars from me when uh, small
1: business owners tell me how Amazon's fucking their business up, I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I've got to fuck with them because... I need it now. Now. Right now, man. Right now.
0: It's like Amazon over the years has got obviously better, but before first it was like, this is like the cookie cutter. You only get like a couple options. It's the generic version of what you're looking for and you might not have it. And then... I'll If I'm hardcore, I'll go to Facebook Marketplace and Craigslist, or I'll go to Google the actual image. And get it. I feel like no one's actually, other than our members yeah. of our website, I feel like the days that people go into an actual website of yeah. that carries that is over. Because well, if it's when, not on Amazon, then I, mean, I don't know to When my cousin
1: told me he didn't have Amazon Prime... It made me kind of think: Does he have his shit together? Yeah. Like I was like, because I told him I was like, "Ooh, order it on Prime." He was like, "Oh, we don't have Prime." And I was like, "Do you even fucking are you in this game?"
0: Yeah, like, it's I don't true. Know. Never did I ever think that I would come to this point to where I would order so much shit online. Yeah, I remember the first time I ordered something online, and it showed up within like thirty days. I was like, "Wow!" The first worked. thing I ordered online from Amazon was a book. This is back when Amazon sold books. And I
1: ordered a book from Amazon line. What book was it? Ishmael, this book I loved when I was younger. And I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I can get this horrible. book."
0: Nah, it's dope. Oh. Uh, and uh, read it to me one day. I, will. I when will. I'm sleeping.
1: Be like, sit down, baby bear. Let me read you. A when story. I was young,
0: I would count the books that I read by like if the teacher if the teacher read us a book, I was like, well, "I <laughs> fucking read it. that. <laughs> count it." Anything you cover
1: covered, count it. Number of stars, count, <laughs> count it. it. I can go to pizza and get my goddamn mini pizza. Yeah, book it, baby. I think, honestly, the book it program and the canceling of Double Dare led to uh, childhood obesity. Because the only reason I was trying to stay physically strong as a kid was I just in case a I had to go
0: aggro crag on guts. <laughs> yeah. I had a friend named Chris Martin I went on that shit and, yeah, once but twice. What? Yeah and his family was on Double Dare and the regular uh, he was on family Double Dare and the regular Double Dare. I, I'm going to tell you what, what always got I me I would on see Double him, Dare. like who do you fucking know at Nickelodeon?
1: I was terrified that if I ever went on Double Dare they were going to put me on those hand bikes. Remember the ones that you had to hang and yeah. pedal? Because I was like fuck I do not have the upper body strength for that.
0: But I knew. I could dig up that booger nose and find that. Oh, bro! Me and my sister, we would turn the living room into like an obstacle course. Yeah, where we would take like sheets and then we would literally do the the flags. Yeah, we we, we would use socks. Yeah, my and and we would fucking line it up when when Mark Summers would you know they go down the little tongue or dig up the nose. So we would do set all the couches up. We'd move them around and we would set up an obstacle course, just like the. Do you know uh, this about Mark Summers? He's he was super, super OCD. Super OCD clean freak. Yeah.
1: He to, and, and, and he was a clean freak, too. And he would get all dirty after double to have to go change straight into his fucking uh, wardrobe room. It's, That's a
0: professional. Like, uh, I used to say, like, man, what a bunch of pussies. Like,. How can they let this shit... It's like a habit yeah. that when you feed into it, it grows over time. Yeah. Because I haven't always been so OCD. It's but just now it's, it's horrible.
1: progressed more.
0: Yeah, it's gotten way worse.
1: How many times do you have to spin in a circle so that uh, Jetta doesn't burst into flames? Yeah, <laughs> there's there's way more worse situations
0: that I've had. Well, let's actually talk a little bit about that when we come back. Oh, guess what? What a coincidence. I got to piss. Perfect. I'm going to go out this back door and go piss by my scrambler and not into... To the fucking slurpee bucket. Thank God. Does your life suck? Are you tired of the same shitty old dead-end job? Has your girlfriend stopped sucking your dick? Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Knock, knock, because here's your opportunity to change your life. For just under a dollar a day, become a member of MikeBusey.com right now, and you'll enjoy the following. Some of the wildest, craziest, sexiest, never-seen-before footage live on the Snapchat. Sure, we all love the regular Snapchat, but if you want to see what's really going on, join now. Not only do you get to enjoy the countless hours of entertainment from me and the rest of the Sausage Castle family, but enjoy the long list of content creators that you signed up for, bringing new and amazing shows just for you to enjoy. Log into your online account every day to see some of this content you may have missed. After you've been a faithful member for three months, Watch your mailbox, because we're sending you one of these badass, members-only t-shirts. You can't buy this anywhere. You've got to earn it. The content's good, if you're really into the content stuff. But for me,
1: I'm more about the coming down, the parties. The Snapchat's great. I watch it. It's That's not really what it's about for me. It, it's about coming down, hanging out.
0: Being a member of MikeBeezy.com, it's not just about watching a secret Snapchat, it's an experience. As a member of MikeBeezy.com, you'll have access to some of the wildest and craziest parties at MikeBeezy's personal home, the world-famous Sausage Castle. Enjoy Members Weekends. That's where you and the rest of the family join up at the wildest house in America and spend three days and three nights camping, drinking sucking and fucking some of the wildest shit you'll ever experience during members weekends you'll be rubbing elbows with some of the sexiest craziest wildest ladies you'll ever imagine the beauty beauties don't worry campers we've gone an extra mile here at the Sauce's castle to make sure all you members are comfortable and have one hell of a camping experience I've been following Mike VC for quite a while. I've been a member for about three months, and I'll tell you what, its the best. been the best three months of my life. So Memberships, your is you're missing out. I, I started following Mike Busey about two. about two years ago, the and the guy's a real ago. guy and uh,
1: allows people to come here that are like outcast with society and they fit in well. And uh, I was like, yeah, I, I gotta fuck with this guy.
0: Man, I've been following Mike about two months. Became a member a month ago. So, but I'm, I'm happy I'm here at the fucking Sausage Castle. Having a great day of fucking the drunken field dud. All I can say is America right now. Follow Mike Busey. Look at my eyes. Took my glasses off for you, America. For you. Follow Mike Busey. Become a member. Party of the Sausage Castle. Hell yeah. I hope you're hungry, because we're providing breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Each campsite comes with its own electrical hookups, picnic table, fire pit, and grill. Go skating around our track, swim in our lake, enjoy our luxurious outdoor showers. The only showers that you go to get clean, but sometimes you come out dirty. During members' weekend. Enjoy the countless sports, entertainment, and amenities we have to offer live game show and trivia, tug of war, boxing, foam wrestling, air boating, basketball, tennis, volleyball, football, dodgeball. Enjoy our awesome arcade. Epic costume parties. Do you remember playing field day as a child? Well, imagine you doing the same shit, but really wasted. Each members weekend, you and your team will battle it out to win thousands of dollars in cash and prizes. That's right, team white, team blue, not team black, cause they lose. Oh, right, it's like that,
1: Big Mike. It's team black, bro. Even though we lost all our our stuff so far. The members weekend, I'ma put it simple, has been the weirdest but most epic time of my life. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. Like this is just right, it, it's yeah, like right now to it's team it's team amazing. I'm honored to be here. I'm honored to meet everybody, to see how cool everybody is, how what loving they are so and just how chill they are. They're just real people like us.
0: Like it, I don't even think it's about the money. It's about the pride at some point. Some of these people, they get they're so passionate about winning it that they don't even care about the cash prize. They're doing things that you'd never imagine just for the pride to win. Did you know that we have a full functioning recording studio? We've got some of the industry's premier equipment and our state-of-the-art recording facilities. You never know who's going to show up at the Sausage Castle. We've had a long list of celebrities, rappers, rock stars, athletes, models, and porn stars that have graced the doors of the Sausage Castle. Think of it as a summer camp, but everyone's really fucking wasted and doing really weird shit with their genitals. The party doesn't stop at the Sauces Castle. At members weekends, you'll be able to experience the massive invasion as the, all the members head downtown Orlando. We've been known to take the party to the streets. Nothing beats a bunch of crazy assholes loading up on a party bus for a night of fun. Or enjoy an evening on the seven seas as we gamble and drink the night away on Party Cruise Boat Adventures. You never know where Mike Busey' is going to take you and the rest of the members during Members Weekends. Just shut up and get on the bus and enjoy the ride. Not everyone can make it to Members Weekends. By becoming a member, you'll be able to reap the benefits of coming to our shows and hanging out and partying with us for absolutely free backstage or even on stage. Oh, yes. If you're a member, we're putting you right there in the center of all the action. You don't have to take my word for it. Here's one of the members we met in Las Vegas. My
1: name's Vince from L.A. Been a member for about eight months now. Great eight months. If you're on the fence, just do it. Once you do
0: it, you won't regret it and you'll just love every second of it. It's such a debauchery that it's a good debauchery. You You, you won't regret it. Then you meet a guy named Mike Busey. And
1: then you, just, you a whole another fucking
0: life. And then you just become a member and then you fucking see the debauchery show that already... Did we mention this is all 100% free? If you're a current member, you get to enjoy all the members' weekends for free. Let's be honest, I could probably name a million things you spend $30 a month on Gatorade, cigarettes bullshit the gas station the sausage castle it's a place that defines freedom a place that you can be yourself a place where all walks of life are welcomed no matter what race religion rich or poor gay or straight christian or atheist it doesn't matter come and enjoy arrive as strangers and leave as family and we're back you're listening to the mike Busey show with my wonderful co-host, Miguel Colón Jr.
1: I'm loving the hat.
0: Thank you. I'm I was having a, a bad hair day. and
1: yeah, For you guys who are just listening to the podcast, he's got this pink captain's hat. Which, hey, boys. When we were in Colombia, there was one of the ladies of the evening, the finest one. And she showed up wearing this captain's hat. or She took the captain's hat from somebody, right? Fucking bitch. That bitch. But the captain was incredibly hot. And the thing about Colombia with the captain was, so you got to understand, we've only been in Colombia for like a day. We still haven't grasped the exchange rate. So when people are negotiating prices and girls are like talking to people about prices and stuff and and what it's going to cost, everybody still has this American concept of money in their head. So they're hearing things like 300, and they're like, "Whoa, $300? No way. I'm not trying." And they're talking about 300,000 pesos, which was like 86 bucks and they're like $300 for four girls? That's ridiculous. I can't pay that. And then the next morning everybody's like, wait, they wanted 80 bucks for that shit? <laughs> like, Jesus <No>. Christ.
0: <laughs> How much was it for the raw dog, dog blowjob?
1: Blow <laughs> the most requested thing for me in Colombia was to negotiate raw dog blowjobs.
0: I, uh, I had paid for ninety nine percent of all the sexual gratification from the yeah. Colombian women. I definitely stimulated the Colombian economy. Yeah. However, um at first I I definitely just got my foot my feet massaged yeah. and shit. Until like I was like in the middle of a massage and I'm like hanging out with my homies and shit. I'm laying on the bed, the lights are on. I'm not like on some weird creepy vibe. Like everyone's coming in, hanging out, chilling and I got this chick massaging my feet. And this chick literally <laughs> The energy I was feeling, it was like, stupid American, just let me fuck you. I don't want to fucking massage your feet. <laughs> that was she the- didn't say that because none of them spoke English. However, I could feel the vibe, international vibe of like, God, why am I massaging this fat fuck's feet? Just, can't he just let me suck his dick and get this over with? <laughs> there was one part where
1: uh, the jacuzzi in your bedroom overflowed. And uh, Joe started asking the girls to help clean the room.
0: Oh, yeah. He and, popped off on them. Yeah.
1: And they were like, no, no, no. They're like, we're here to suck dick, not clean rooms. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the best part is how I brought them all out, lined them up. They were on like some like reality dating show. <laughs> and I was like, Miguel was translating. I'm like, hello, I am Mike. I am the owner of the Wildest House in America, the Sausage Castle. And these girls were just like, and there's like a three second delay before they smile or get disgusted. They're like, uh what? You could like see it in their face. I'm like, I brought twenty of my friends here from America for you to fuck them. Here's your ski mask. Ready, ladies? And then like some of them weren't like didn't want to be on camera. That was the whole problem. And then yeah. we are like, no, this is like the deal. Yeah. We're filming this for our members. And um Like, they had a whole, like, team there. Like, we hired this, uh, like, concierge company.
1: They rocked it out, too.
0: And they definitely charged me a lot of money. And then they they checked everyone's IDs and... And there was like a whole process, and they had like security at the gate because we were getting extorted every
1: night by the police. I don't know if we talked about this before. The friendliest,
0: but <laughs> most professional extortion you have
1: ever, ever seen. It was
0: like the day we it got almost, there. I almost thanked them. Like, oh my guys, thank you so fucking much.
1: I tried to offer them a hundred, a uh, hundred thousand pesos because it was three hundred thousand pesos uh, a night was our extortion. English rate. motherfucker,
0: how much does that translate to American I dollars? I really think it
1: was like eighty some bucks, man. It was like nothing. Yeah, I it think the like first nothing. night they only
0: wanted forty. Yeah, because I remember uh, our buddies were like, "Yo, I just gave, I had to give the cops forty dollars." I'm like, 40 bucks, that's it." Yeah, it was,
1: uh, and then the best part was Tim and me at one point when we went down to talk to him. I was trying to negotiate how much it would cost for me to drive the cop car up the mountain. Oh,
0: listen. These motherfuckers were down.
1: Yeah, they were down as fuck. The only thing is they showed up in that motorcycle the second night. And I was because the first night they we're showed like, up on the car. We want better show presentations. Yeah. Bring us the cars. And they showed up the next morning in the car to see Tim. Because I was like, I want to drive the car up and down the mountain. How much is that going to cost? And they were like, oh, we only have the motorcycle. You can't drive the motorcycle. They were like, we, like the best part was them being like, no, you can't drive the motorcycle. That's, that's insane. The car though? Let me see if I can get a car over they here They all wear
0: like these neon green outfits and shit Like the, all, their, all their little bikes Yeah Their motorcycle, moped looking things And they ride
1: too deep Imagine this guys Imagine police Nuts officers showing butts. up to you nut to butt Too deep on the back of a fucking scooter Bring it up you fucking gringos <laughs> Coming there to shake you down, and a dude sitting on the back of the scooter, mean mugging you, and like you're like, this is so hard for me to pay you. laughing i like laughing. The Kanye,
0: fucking Kim Kardashian motorcycle video. <laughs> yeah. They're all embracing each other, fucking holding on each other's fucking and there's arms.
1: Tons of turns, so you know he's got to hold the waist at some point. Like this thing up a up a windy mountain road.
0: You if know, listen to this podcast. Just get used to us always telling at least a little tidbit about Colombia. Because yeah, until we go back somewhere else again, it's all we know. Because that's, or well, at least me, because I'm, you know, a fucking ignorant, non-traveling fucking American. But uh, Miguel's been everywhere. But we, I had this whole plan. 2020 was supposed to be my everywhere. year. We
1: were going to be in New Zealand right now, man. Yeah, we were going to be in Greece, and I wanted to go everywhere. I know 2021, we're going a couple places at least when this starts opening back up again. I'm going. At least send me, cause I, I got to. It was so dope. Going to Medellin was so dope,
0: man. I loved it until I came back a month later and was being extorted by Colombian yeah, pimp. It we really about put that. a salty vibe on me. Well, you know?
1: it's just the cost of going to Medellin, man. You know, you go to Medellin, you get extorted by me and, a pimp. That's the you know. that's the Joe were
0: we talked. We had like a serious talk the night before because yeah. we all stayed up. Uh, we had a, like a legit logistic plan that if we had to kill someone and how we would get out and like what we would do. and
1: I mean, this was by, me and Tim's plan was simple. We will just call the cops and say, how much does it cost to get rid of a body? Because I'm thinking five hundred. You know that's where that's where it goes with that. We're, we're
0: joking, but we're not joking. And I'm going to be like, how much to get were, rid of
1: the body, and also I still want to drive that goddamn car up the mountains. So we like. were
0: definitely in Medellin, Colombia, like the the birthplace of basically cartel and the cocaine industry.
1: And one of the, yeah, one of the things we talked about, we just talked about this me and you like uh, personally last night was. How many people would think? There's so much ignorance about travel. There's people who think Colombia is a third world country. That's their thought. This is a third world country. You know, Well, Miguel,
0: I wasn't too impressed with their uh, fruity uh, soda uh, selection. <laughs> the fruity soda selection had you pissed off. And I then was the, like, this the, ain't no goddamn Hawaiian punch. <laughs> and then the casings on the hot dog that were extra thick. Uh, oh no! What was no? It was something. Was what was the shit? We went to that huge soccer game. What, what the fuck was it? The, there was some street shit. I'm like, oh, what because the fuck? you didn't want. You don't like slaw. And they had like
1: slaw on the hot dogs when we went there. But the mall, Jesus, that fucking mall.
0: We thought we were like, you would have thought we were like aliens from a different planet. They, even the kids, the fucking dogs, they had dogs walking around the mall. (laughs) The dogs were looking at us weird. Yeah, staring, turning, breaking their
1: neck, looking at us like what the fuck? There's like four fat people in Medellin, and even those four fat people are like five foot seven and fucking uh, they got a belly. Come to think of it, I didn't
0: see any fat people there. I mean, other than us.
1: Yeah, we were the biggest fattest people in there, and then some of the guys, like you said, they're like six six, big ass motherfuckers. dreadlocks,
0: tattoos. Like everyone looked pretty gnar, and we just showed up, and they're just like, "What?" We went to the ice cream shop, and they literally came out from the back, like, "Oh
1: my god, they're here! Look at them!" (laughs)
0: They're like touching
1: people's hair like, what the fuck is this?
0: Yeah, I'd be like eating this like kind of almost cool American cheeseburger, but it's got like some weird twist to it. You're like, ah, fuck.
1: Because why would you want an American cheeseburger while you were in fucking Medellin? The biggest argument we got into every day was Mike being like, should we go to Hooters every fucking day in Medellin? I wanted
0: to see the the lineup in Colombia. I'm like, well, (laughs) damn, they can't be ugly. I mean, America... I mean, you know, it's it's hit or miss, but in Colombia they can't be ugly There wasn't girls. A,
1: like there was old ladies that were fine as fuck in Colombia, you know?
0: There was nothing Some of those some of those prostitutes I I think about every now and then. I was like, <laughs> I wonder what they're doing right now.
1: I hope they're doing well.
0: Yeah, I know that as soon as uh we got back, literally we got put on lockdown like days later. Yeah, we lucked out too. Yeah, we we literally got I was uh, you know we were supposed to go to New York Just a couple like, days later I I was walking around Picking up rubber gloves I found in terminals And oh, yeah. slapping it on people Like corona, corona, corona joking around Because about that time What you guys
1: gotta remember This is end of February Beginning of March Corona is something We've heard of
0: But uh, we're not taking it serious Unfortunately You we're know like, Chinese flu I'm not Chinese What the fuck <laughs> is that And then next thing you know Shit started getting a little serious, and I got sick as fuck for like four days. Hey, no. Tell them about the meme. 1st I'm going to. I'm going to. So before uh, I got sick uh, for four days, I had like a really bad fever, and I felt like shark shit. I was gonna die, but I didn't have like the whole like I can't breathe or fucking Tell whatever. The story I know right I am. I am. Yeah, yeah. I fucking made this little meme. This is right of, before he was sick of fucking Magic Johnson and I I found a I googled Magic Johnson laughing and I found a photo of him laughing and it said I got 99 problems but Corona ain't one and I thought that was a brilliant fucking meme like I made I did all the graphics and shit I made it on my phone I posted it I'm like oh man this is fucking great and then all I can remember when I felt like I was about to die was like must delete the meme (laughs) I was like The haters will just (laughs) post and say, karma, you fat fucking motherfucker. (laughs) And I remember literally rolling over, like, reaching for my phone. Like, I was in a desert, and I was trying to crawl up to an oasis, like, must drink water. I was like, must delete the Magic Johnson Corona meme. And I fucking, I didn't even, I think I archived it, so I can bring it back whenever, you know, when it's just, hopefully everything pans off. And I'm like, ah, you know, it's, it's, it's. it's it's weird how time changes certain things. Certain things are like, whoa, you can't talk about that now. But back at the, at the moment, it was still like a a lot of motherfuckers were joking around and Man, you know, nobody was taking, was taking it
1: serious. Yeah, I think one of the biggest wake up calls for us, well at least for me, Disney closed. Disney closed. Oh was huge. shit! But when they were uh, when they were talking about that they were quarantining New Rochelle in New York, and I was like, what? And I watched because we were getting ready to go to New York. We had a flight to New York oh, the oh, next week. T- we
0: were going to dress up and do Ghostbusters. Oh, re- we you were going to dress up.
1: I was going to dress up as the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man, and we were going to do it behind the music, Where Are They Now, yeah. with the
0: Ghostbusters. And, and you were we going to be it. like this whole like arrogant, junkie, thrown out, yeah. yeah, on heroin, Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and character. We, we, we were looking up sewers in
1: New York, like where like Ninja Turtles were filmed to find these great sets. Oh, and yeah. And then... Uh, we're
0: going to have, like, Slimer, like, Puppet come over the wall. Yeah. Oh, and you're going to be like, yo, man, you got that shit. Yeah, You start man. scratching yourself, like, stay push, Stay push. You got a fucking dope addiction. And then boom. Yeah. We, we lost. I actually lost money on a, a Key West. Uh, oh, what, yeah. Like, 1200 or Yeah, some shit. On a hotel for a Key West gig because of it. Yeah. Um, so, and I've lost probably, like, $200,000 in the last six months. It's, been, um, it's been pretty crazy but and, and i'm just like we got friends though like like our buddies in the but the the bus guys we were talking about in the first
1: part of the episode uh they make their living they would throw these disney parties and pick up these college kids and they haven't they haven't had any work for like it's probably they're taxing
0: those sorority girls oh yeah they were break they were busting heads they were busting heads yeah, the mega for lost time lost wages yeah, I mean, it's this whole thing's been crazy. That's
1: why DPIC is 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 a big deal for us. We're being responsible. This D could have fifteen hundred people in there. We're not going to have that. We're cutting it off, and we got an eighty acre estate. But we're going to have a couple hundred people partying at this thing. We got a huge outdoor carnival for everybody.
0: Yeah, it's a it's a it's a safe, legit, fucking situation. And man,
1: we've spent a lot of time and effort trying to make these things as safe as we can because, you know we're not assholes man we're not trying to bull this shit like ah whatever everybody will be fine and people give a shit because some hey some of our audience and our base man they don't they don't want to take this serious but we are going to because
0: we just we don't want to be that's why I went like 122 days without leaving my property yeah I was like hey listen
1: also a part of it is you're a streak man though yeah I'm all about streak when Mike's got a streak going it starts fucking him up to break it you ain't lying you ain't lying because there was a point where we were just like, well, Mike, you know, you can... Can they do the blood test here? <laughs> yeah, that was the best. But he's trying to call clinics and uh, we had to go get it. We had to go get his medication and stuff like that because Mike's you know, been losing a lot of weight and been being healthy. But uh, one thing with Busey is, and this is with everything, Busey will always try to get people to come to his house to do stuff. And sometimes you're like, Mike the court is not going to come to your house. Are you sure they won't just do the trial here? I've got a bigger place than them. Anytime uh, we meet somebody, we've met people who uh, film TV shows. We were hanging out with Donnie O'Malley and the crew from Vet TV one time, talking to him about working. And Mike's like, you guys just come film your whole your whole shows here. And they're like, yeah, we're in California. And, every, and all of our guys are like, oh, I mean, they could, they could live around the lake. You know, I can get trailers for them. <laughs> you know?
0: Uh, there's, I, I guess I, I don't care. I'll just talk about it. Yeah. Um, we're filming another another uh, a day of filming with a very, very uh, big deal uh, Netflix show. Yeah. I would say it's... One of the biggest
1: Netflix shows, if not the biggest Netflix show that happened this when year. When you
0: think about 2020, you will think about Corona, Donald Trump, and you'll think about this show on yeah. Netflix. And uh, we've already filmed... With them before, and they're coming back to film, and they're actually going to be here at Drunk People in Costumes. Our yeah, which party. is
1: really big, man, because uh, they're you know they wanted to be a part of this. We had already they're hitting us up. Them. We're yeah. not even hitting
0: them up. They're like, we got to film again. Yeah, we're like, uh, okay. Yeah, I'm like, but I'm not gay, and I haven't been arrested for fucking this or that. Like, what? A, what, what? Yeah, okay. You don't do
1: meth, and you have zero husbands.
0: Yeah, but they're like, no. And I have. I have no tigers Mm-mm. so what do you want me to do And here's the thing like, for like some oh. reason
1: we are like super plugged in with all the different characters and we want nothing to do with half of them to be honest to i be mean honest. here's the deal
0: like we're we're torn between two worlds our our everyday lives and business that involves us and then there's like we're being like pulled into this other universe that I think some of these Hollywood people, and these are like super big deal legit. This is like the most legit thing that we've probably ever done. And they're like, they're fucking. Like, oh Here's the thing God. too. Oh, I need to film some more. With we you, have a guys.
1: buddy, Saul. Saul is uh, is one of our members. Shout, out Shout to Saul. To Saul. he helps us out with everything. He's super
0: invested into He's this documentary. He's spending hundreds of dollars. On billboards and talking back and forth to Joe Exotic, yeah, to try to get him free. And he actually, what's funny
1: is he's put me on Joe Exotic's email list, and I just for a week now I haven't finished
0: the form. And he's like, he wants to talk to you about we have stuff. Yeah, detectives from Carol Baskins' like uh, investigation that yeah. people of her family and his family and the back. We're we're pretty much the the Tiger King plug.
1: Yeah, and the thing is, and we haven't done, talked
0: about it publicly at all. We haven't,
1: and here's another thing: we, we actually saved haven't it the second hour. We actually haven't done anything about it either. Like, and I'm going to throw our shit out on the street. Yeah, no, it's we keep, true. We keep missing, or we keep thinking we're going to miss opportunities because we're like, oh, this detective who's working to uh, prove Carol Baskins killed her husband all sent right, me so, a okay, bunch right. of emails. I'm,
0: all right, let me just say this: then. yeah. So, the shady, slightly overweight. Jet Ski Dude, Tell who it was all started. the informant. If they listen to this part, if they listen this far into the podcast, they deserve this. Yes. So, um, And we're not going to say everything, but basically, uh, Rowdy Rob's mom and dad have uh, a, like a business down at Key West, and they have like, a Jet Ski business. Well, somehow, they got linked up with... James who is the guy in the, the, the documentary Tiger King. Tiger King documentary James and he was actually a super influential part of um, kind of I guess leading to the prosecution of Joe Exotic and what's so crazy it's almost serendipitous like almost if it was some type of fate and I remember watching the show and being like fuck fuck that carol baskin bitch and fuck that shady jet ski dude not to know but three or four months later yo hey he wants to meet you i'm like who and they're like the dude from tiger king and i'm like what get the fuck out of here no i don't want to fucking meet him it's like fuck him he's a snitch and i'm like and, and not in like in a snitch as like like six nine because i i sympathize with six nine because i'm just like yo why would I want to protect a bunch of dudes trying to kill me and fucking all this other shit? Like, fuck them, you know. He's got a he's got a fucking life to live. But with him, I felt like it was basically he got pinched up with the feds, and the feds needed him to like basically kind of. Um, we've seen the text messages. We've got we've got court transcripts. <laughs> we have we have literally damn near fucking. Everything that anyone else could ever think of. And we have inside news about certain people that in the documentary that we can't talk about that we don't want to talk about. We hope that's not true, but we kind of think it is true. So we're like, oh, fuck. So eventually you'll be like, yep. And we'll be like, yeah, we told you so. But we didn't tell you because we can't talk about it. But tell, talk more about him. So multiple times he hit, reached out to us that wanted to come here. And I was like, "No, fuck that!" And and I was like, "No, what? Why? I fuck." He was the guy I hated the most on the whole fucking goddamn show. And uh, Rowdy Rob said one thing to me. He goes, "He goes, bro." He's like, "You know that was like a TV show and stuff. A lot of it obviously was real, but you know, you know how these motherfucking Hollywood people be doing shit, spinning it, making it look some different way." And he's like think how people judge you and think of you and how you know that's not even the truth but yet that's how you were portrayed in the media how would it feel if you you would be hypocritical like he didn't say that part but I was thinking to myself I was like oh fuck it's like when your mom and dad says something to you you know you know they're right you're like "All right, I'll fucking meet with them so he came to the house I would say first time what Three months ago or so? Yeah, at least at least before yeah, it was before September. I know it was August. Yeah, it was several months ago. And uh I fucking fell in love with the guy. Yeah. He hasn't lied to me. He hasn't told and, me and, anything. And crazy. what we learned
1: what we learned about what uh so basically we learned that he was just actually doing the right thing when it came to this so stuff. Basically the what FBI. he said
0: was he said that he still stands behind the fact that he does not, uh, does not support the, the behavior that Joe Exotic had with his animals. Yeah, he he, he feels that he was a scumbag on that. Yeah, he says
1: Joe Exotic was definitely a scumbag with his animals.
0: But he doesn't feel that the murder for hire situation was done right, and he actually feels bad. And then I suggested to him, I say, well, wouldn't it be ironic if? you were the very person who was very influential on in putting him behind bars was actually influential in actually freeing him. And he was totally down. So here we are. We had this whole long meeting for hours and hours and hours and hours. And, hours, and I was like, yo, let's do this. Like, let's go free Joe Exotic. Let's be the people. Let's be the, the one that is the voice for the guy and we, we're so deep into this. We can't even. This is a whole nother. This is like a. This is four different shows within one. I'll go as far as to say, Michael back this up. There's times you guys will see shit drop on TV
1: that where you got the transcripts from weeks ago. Yeah. From like the FBI, this
0: and that. We're. I don't know why. I don't know because like we're in. We're. We have like a, a, a strong social media presence or something. But when you reach out to some people. Because you got to understand, this documentary, all these people were just like normal people until yeah. it became the biggest thing in the world for for a while. And uh, now these, these everyday people are like on fucking Dancing with Stars. And, and there and was that. a point
1: where we were thinking too, we were like maybe James is trying to set us up with the FBI because oh, we were definitely because sketched. here's the thing everything we've wanted like he's like oh you guys uh, I know a guy who's got some camels if you guys need some camels and Mike's like I need camels and then he's like telling me he's like hey I'm gonna do some stand up comedy you think you know anybody who can help me with that oh, and I'm like, like what oh. this motherfucker he's just coming around he's like hey guys I've got you know pugs that are gonna live forever did you want to live forever pug Mike
0: so if, if you were if you're street smart like us you listen to what they say and then you hold it in the back of your mind and you wait to see if they fuck up or tell a different version or lie or you know the story changes whatever the case and nothing he said or done has ever like been bullshit and then the
1: people he brought to us from netflix and things like yeah we we we
0: ignored him we thought he was actually hustling us because i'm like i'll executive produce a show yeah i was like let's go film a show where me and you go visit joe exotic like we're gonna bring into his prison we're going to take you here. We're going to go to D.C. We're going to try to get Trump to part in this stuff. Blah, 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 blah. I'm reaching out to fucking Donald Trump Jr. There's all this stuff that's been going on behind the scenes that no one knows about. And I guess we'll just start to kind of let it out of the bag now. Um, and uh, we were just in the middle of this fucking Tiger King saga. We were watching shows and we were hearing information and here we are. We have the, the, the directors, the executive producers of this show uh, hitting him up, trying to get to us, and we're just like, what? Here's one of my favorite parts. of it. We didn't believe it. We dropped
1: press. the ball. So many times, oh, we dropped the ball, and, and, and it only just
0: worked in our favor because we were it supposed was like, to. Yeah, it's like, it's like when you don't like <laughs> ask that girl out on prom, and then she's like, "Hey, I like you. You want to go to prom?" Yeah. Like, what? Like, yeah. how did, why is this happening? How we, is this happening? We,
1: we, we would get so tied up in other shit that we're like, "Fuck!" And then next thing you know, we're like, "Oh, they gave us this phone number to this investigator. We should hit him up and find out if you know what he knows, so maybe we could produce." Because our goal was I'm this, like guys. talking
0: to Cardi B's people. Yeah. There's all
1: this our shit goal, going guys, on,
0: and I've been holding my my tongue for fucking months.
1: Well, guys, here's the thing our goal was to produce our own Tiger King kind of like documentary We're show. talking to six nines people, yeah, and, all and, this and, shit. But we kept dropping the ball and actually doing it. And every time we dropped the ball, a more legitimate production company that could help us out would reach out, like, So let's get together. Let me guys. take off
0: from there. So we thought, uh, when we first talked to James, we're like, Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this show, I'm gonna produce it, we're gonna go film it. We're gonna, you know, fuck all the red tape. To all these other like Netflix people have to fuck with. Well, let us just fucking run with this. And he's in. He's like, all right, cool. So we started like planning these ideas. We're all right, cool. We're, like but we right. have like,
1: these events we were, we're doing. We're filming t- another
0: TV show with A and E. Yeah, uh, with the WWE and stuff. We got all this shit going on. Which, if you follow my Snapchat and my Instagram, you've seen the stuff that me and Miguel have posted. We've been throwing little cookie bread yeah. breadcrumb bread, bread trails. For you, those, because, you know, these Hollywood motherfuckers make you sign a bunch of shit and you yeah. just basically swear your life away that you're not going to talk about it until it's aired. Anyways, um, we're probably, we might be in breach of some type of contract right now. Talking Possibly, about it. but. You but know. are they going to listen for two hours? No, Doubt nobody it. listens
1: to the second half.
0: Yeah, so, anyways, um, and shout out to you if you are actually still listening. We love you. Even the you. jury wouldn't make it this far. Yeah. So, um, let's do this show. I'm gonna fucking fund it. We're gonna film it. We're gonna put it on the member site. It's gonna be just for our members. Blah 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 blah. Uh, we've been looking for a goddamn Caraman editor for. We're so backed up. Uh, just just know that it's still being filmed, and we have so much shit that I haven't even seen. But uh, we're we're uh, we're putting this whole thing together, and as we're dropping the ball, more opportunities are coming in. And we start thinking James is hitting us up. Like, almost like, hey, man, they're blowing me up. And we're like, I think he's hustling. Man. Yeah, I it feels like he's. that hustle at first. But it's not what it's it really hurry is. Hurry up and buy. Hurry up and buy.
1: It, it turns out, man, the guy is not hustling us at all. He's such a great guy. Turns out everybody's just, they want us to help be a part of certain aspects of this. And we're we're literally just fucking up. And it's working
0: out for us, left Cause, and right. Because we, like, we can't just stop our entire lives and go on these fucking Tiger King fantasy ventures. So we're pulled ninety nine different directions, and we have James, the shady jet ski dude, uh, the informant, basically telling us, like, "Yo, bro, Netflix is like hitting us up, hitting me up. They want to come film. They want to film with you. They've heard about you. They want to film your place." I'm like, "What?" We're like, "I don't know." And I remember they were like, "Can they come tomorrow?" We're like, "Whoa, maybe what? What about Wednesday or something?" And they're like, "Okay." And we're like, "All right. So who is coming?" And then they were telling us the names and we're like, "Oh shit." And we're like Googling. We're like, "Oh yeah. fuck, IMDb, what the Because fuck? here's the
1: thing, a lot of just just in case some of you guys don't know, it's not Netflix. It's a production company that is hired by Netflix to produce them. Well, so people will throw that in there, like, HBO's coming. It's a production company that has an exclusive agreement with HBO for exactly. something. So when Most
0: commenters th- don't understand how television movies go So down.
1: a lot of times people will try to tell you someone's coming, and you're like, it's some bullshit Even Disney party. uses yeah. another
0: production company. Yeah,
1: even like A&E so. and, and WWE uses another production company. But then we Google this production company, and we're like, holy shit, this is the company 100% running this fucking deal it's not like a yeah. third
0: party you know so, so basically what we're trying to tell you is we've already been filming for what may or may not be and i'm not going to say it's confirmed yeah but if we make the edit we uh you'll see us we may be the in second a, season second of uh, season. Uh, an animal show uh that happens to involve some gay guys in prison yeah. and some other crazy wild it's like show. the like the lion prince but not you know yeah. <laughs> and and
1: and, and the fucking
0: We're on the second season of Lion Prince. Yeah, you know. On Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> and here's here's the crazy. That's part. all we can tell you, all right? Put it together. Yeah. Put it together.
1: And the crazy part is for everybody out there that knows how much hard work pays off sometimes just dropping the ball and being ready to pick it back up again pays off too because we fucking dropped it Mike how many times honestly do you think we were out of the, there was a point and not, not there was a point where I was talking to you about, like I'm still talking to the Tiger guy and you're like
0: okay where's this going and we're both like I don't know and then you know? you're like yo they want to come tomorrow I'm like for real, for real like, yeah we're like okay let them come but who's coming yeah and we'd like google because you know sometimes and there she is and there he is yeah. and we're like whoa y'all are the fucking people who executive produce this shit like whoa you're and then the they're sitting
1: down with us candidly like yeah this is how it went and this their, is
0: what we do- their gears are turning because they're seeing a lot of similarities and in, in what i've been through with the county and all the drama and the bullshit and my house burning down and and the the and justice of the fucking police department, the sheriff's department, Osceola County, like, fucking with me nonstop. Yeah. I mean, we've got we've got a Tiger King, uh, a fucking hippo queen show. There you go. Uh, and a fucking in the can already. We yeah, already and, got it. It's called My Life Story. And here's something
1: that was uh, really interesting. I didn't know they are working on the fucking Tiger King for five years. I didn't know that. Yeah. Five years on the documentary.
0: We also heard that this stuff has to be done by December or something. Yeah. It's a
1: lot of crazy stuff going on. It's a fantasy. But we're also now... Here's the thing. So that's one part of it. You're like, shut up, Mike. Shut up. No, no, no. But we're also tied in with, like, private investigators that have nothing to do with the documentary. People who were, like actually Joe Exotic's fucking emailing me we got uh, They're writing letters back and forth like pen pal motherfuckers and all these motherfuckers don't know that we're plugged in with everybody right now we're like what is going on here like it's just a
0: weird thing because it's not like we're like oh it's so cool it's so weird I think it's because so many people they they watched it and got uh, consumed by it and it's like one of those things where you see something like oh these poor baby seals are dying if I just donate this money I can save them not everyone donates the money and not everyone is plugged in like we are. And then not everyone cares enough. And even us, we've, we've had these, we've had, we've literally had the keys to just run with this and do whatever we want. But, you know, I feel that a lot of people have came around and, and have kind of like I'll tell this to get to tied yeah. into it for the wrong reasons for people. And we want, we want justice for the guy. We want, we Joey just want justice.
1: Crew. We just want justice. Cause we're like, yo, basically, Carol Baskin killed her husband fucking
0: or knows what, what happened?
1: And the crazy part is though, there's this. Uh, so this uh, like court TV or D- DIY TV or whatever this shit is uh, releases a documentary. Mike calls me up and he's like, "Yo, there's this other Tiger King documentary that comes out on court TV." And he starts telling me about what's happening. I'm like, "Holy shit!" I've got all these things that they're talking about that that happened. This new evidence in letters that Joe has written me in court documents and yeah. stuff. And we realize we have all the new evidence that's coming out. We've got the goddamn investigator who's so like... we the dropped group. the ball. We, we dropped the ball hard. We were, like, we were
0: like three months ahead of everybody's shit with this. We're like the TMZ of the Tiger King world.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we definitely dropped the ball on that. So the moral of the story is... Uh, they'll uh, be here uh, Saturday. They'll be here Saturday uh, filming, filming uh, at Drunk People in Costumes. So uh,
0: if you're here and you want to show your dick off or something like that, try to you know keep your balls in your pants for a little bit. You know? I tell
1: you what, if you're here and you want to decorate your dick like a tiger... Or Ooh, if you want to wow. write Free Joe Exotic on your butthole or Carol Baskins Killed Her Husband on your taint, this is the time. This is your time. Yeah, this if is your time. If you've ever wanted
0: to be on uh, or part of or in the background or whatever, on the arguably the, one of the largest documentaries of 2020 Yeah, uh, shows, this or one makes movies. the fucking Blackfin SeaWorld one suck a dick. Yeah. You know, because this is real. Like. Yeah, and here's the thing, man, and the thing with James, he's been so cool, and we're actually going to be fostering a bunch of his animals. And that's something
1: I'm really proud of, too. We're getting these animals that uh, have never lived anywhere but in, like, open area, and so they're coming from this place in Texas that's kind of closing down, and they need a home. And instead of putting them in a zoo... Bring them yeah, here. Yeah, we're going to take them here and let them roam free in some of the areas that we have. Tell them what we're getting, Miguel. We are getting kangaroos, We are get, which I don't know if that's how you say a plural of kangaroos or if it's kangaroo We're getting three kangaroos, <laughs> two camels, uh, three zebras and a water buffalo and the but, mini pony and the mini pony but the thing about it is we're not doing this for an attraction where people pay to come fi- no we're literally just giving them land we've got 80 acres here we're going to give them a bunch of acreage so that they can just kind of have their life and like me and Mike have talked about this it's not for like five dollars come sit with this kangaroo and
0: take a picture however if you want to film one of your shitty SoundCloud radio videos, videos <laughs> I got the camels holler at your boy <laughs> but seriously man
1: We're kind of proud of ourselves and we're not trying to be in our fucking zone, but we're proud. We're not going to be exploiting these fucking animals we just we got the acreage so that these things never have to live in a zoo because that's where they were gonna have to go to like a smaller zoo which is cool zoos aren't like shitty but these camels and this water buffalo and this mini pony and they've been together they've like been their, together whole lives. their whole lives and they've never lived in an area that they weren't just They're about in to an to area fuck, fuck, fuck in. oh you think we were killing some fucking sorority pussy when we just had carnival rides oh shit wait till i'm walking King down Park, the fucking senior long
0: up. with a fucking with a kangaroo hopping around yeah so if you just tuned in uh the Sauce Castle is slowly but surely uh, forming into my fantasy of becoming Disney World. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, it's getting pretty real around here.
1: It's going to be dope. I'm happy, though, for what we're doing. And it's all AMs. because of
0: the members that I'm able to uh, financially take these gambles into these adventures of buying sketchy, questionable carnival equipment. Yeah. And, and letting them come here and experience us. We're so excited this weekend for everyone to come. It's a huge event. Halloween, I've always said it's like prom. Even the fat chick looks good. Yeah. Like, you'd be surprised what a a fucking plump girl looks like in a nice little fucking nurse outfit. All of a sudden, it's like, well
1: don't mind I, I do, do. need to get my temperature taken. Are you offering rectal And then you exams? see her the next
0: day, you're like, what the fuck?
1: And she sees you the next day, and she's like, holy shit. So
0: <laughs> I definitely went slumming. Drunk people in costumes, eight. I think it was like 2008-ish. Yeah. Uh, either nine or seven. I don't know how it works. You know, it's the middle of the year and towards the end of the year, or whatever. Anyways, um, I had sex with like Four girls in one night, and the first one, I strategically planned because I know she was like DTF. She was like already like, "Yo, I'm fucking yeah. you on site." So I fucked her like at nine PM, which is very unusual for me, Miguel. Because you know I'm a I'm a late. You're night a late fucker. night fucker. I don't like fucking. I, I mean, I'll fuck whenever, but if I was to prefer when to lay down with a woman, because essentially it'd be when the night is. I up could on count
1: us. on both hands how many times you fucked in the daytime since I've known
0: you. It's not many. Yeah. Not many, Mm-mm. so I I got that. I believe she was an angel. Then I went up fucking a Pocahontas girl. Nice, and then I went up fucking that, uh, a devil. Ooh, devil angel. And then I think she was. I don't. I don't remember what the fuck she was. She was butt naked and being humped across my bathroom floor. You ever you ever be in a situation where you're like I right, this <laughs> the is the only scoot- way. I take my prey and for the kill, but then it's occupied, so you're like, no, quickly come to this closet. Yeah. Well this happened to be my bathroom floor and uh Oh, sailor. She was a sailor. Nice. In Still having my if I type in Halloween on my phone, it lights up. And they're forever just girl on Halloween fucked across my bathroom floor. Dress sailor. sailor. Yeah. And uh is someone cooking something, I smell something. Ugh. I don't know. Anyways. Halloween is magical to me because um it's I'm just glad I'm in a in a in a relationship to where me and her I'm losing you. You had a story there. You four I don't girl know. sailor just, humped across the floor. i I'm just talking about the fucking excitement of Halloween, the next day, there's fucking and with Shretanel us, what's great, with us, that's great is
1: it's a three day event. So we get to push Halloween multiple further. chances to get lucky. Yeah. And you get to see people in multiple costumes. So there's always like guys. A, no, not
0: necessarily. Girls are like, oh, my God, I've got to bring three costumes. And they're like, OK, I guess I'll do it. Yeah. And it, they're so excited because like I feel like Halloween is the time that a girl can be slutty and not be judged. She's like, well, yeah, I was dressed as Harry Potter. That wasn't me. Yeah. Which, I don't know why we want to fuck a girl that looks like Harry Potter.
1: Halloween, yeah, it definitely pulls on. It's like when Snapchat came up with the dog filter, and I was like, why is this doing it for me? You know, like Halloween asks the questions you never wanted to ask yourself. You're like, you know, slutty Harry Potter? Okay,
0: okay. Think of all the things that we find attractive that is so not supposed to be like. It's going to be like slutty absentee ballad, you know? I just fucked a Teletubby behind this dumpster. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was kind of into it.
1: That's the worst, man. When you're like, yo, fucking slutty Marty McFly. Okay,
0: okay. I This is one thing, and this is ladies, if there are any ladies other than our sexy Colombian friend to listen to this. Yeah. Um. Stop dressing up not sexy for Halloween. Stay in what you're supposed to do, please. Because there's nothing worse than when uh, there was a girl, um, a very, very attractive stripper that I was friends with for a while. And she came to my party dressed up as Gigi Allen. And I was like, why the fuck did you do that? And I literally tried to kick her out of my room because I'm like, yo, bro, you got to go. And she's like, it's me. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? No, don't. I don't know. I don't want to see you dress up like a crayon or a hot dog or a banana. Dress up like a hot fucking fairy or a hot hot dog. Yeah, I want to see fucking. I want to see some sexy shit. I want to see. I hate when a girl is like, oh, we're gonna be a ketchup bottle. I'm like, no, you no, stop. stop. <laughs> and this this is for
1: guys, guys. Stop fucking phoning it in on Halloween. Stop wearing. Stop wearing a
0: magnet with little chickens on it around your neck. You're like, I'm a chick magnet. No, listen. No, motherfucker. If you come to my Halloween party, I am not letting you inside the actual party at night unless you're in a legit costume.
1: Yeah, you get to be a full-on fucking stormtrooper today. Put the goddamn outfit on. Twelve-piece suit, or you ain't coming
0: in. Yeah, man. Like, don't. We've had guys go back to their car and like, I'm like. No, you, you I'm like my scary like, yeah Yo, bro, you ain't coming in. Yeah, bro. try
1: to put shit together with beer boxes. Yeah, and no, stuff. it's
0: a beer box and I said I'm I'm Bud light man. I'm like, No, you're not, motherfucker. Yeah. You're the asshole that just tried to get in five minutes ago. Get it's the fuck fucking out of
1: here. Halloween. Every girl here has put on a fucking sexy outfit to have fun with her friends. You're a goddamn man. It's the night that, on, yeah.
0: It's the night that you get to step out of your comfort zone and, and, and it's almost like cosplay. It's like yeah. cosplay people are like fucking Halloween. I do this shit for real fucking posers and it's like yo you get to go off and be this fictitious character and have fun with it but even though I am so 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 guilty for not dressing up because I'm normally working my ass off and no one's going to respect me if I'm dressed up like a fucking clown. And I'm like, yo, get the fuck out of here. You're not VIP. <laughs> and they're like, yo, this fucking clown. This like, ketchup packet just told me he's going to bust my fucking face open if I didn't get off his couch. Yeah, and I'm like, I got to run a legit operation here. You know, I, like, like uh, even though last year I did dress up like Captain Spalding, RIP, which was crazy. Yeah. I was with this, like, cute girl from Canada and, and, and Vegas one late night. We were up at, like, 9 in the morning, and uh, she had talked about Sid Haig. And I was like, yeah, I love Captain Spaulding. And I swear to God, like an hour later across like the the feed, it was like he died. I was like, oh. I was like, "I was like, yo, bro, guess who just died? She was like, no way. She didn't believe it. I was like, wow, we just talked about him, and he died. So I was like, all right, I dressed up like Captain Spaulding, got drunk as fuck, blacked out, had some sex with a bunch of sexy ladies, threw some midgets around in the tent, and fucking blacked out and got really fucking weird because... Not only did we get to have our Halloween party, but Halloween actually fell on a day that wasn't the actual members weekend.
1: So we got to hang out and do Halloween afterwards. So we got yeah. to have,
0: like, a bros and hoe. We took the tour bus out. Everyone dressed up. And we got fucking really, really fucking weird. And it was one of my favorite Halloweens. I mean, I've had – I can't think of any bad Halloweens I've had. I've had one time – I want to say it was uh, 2008. Cops showed up. Had this long driveway. They showed up. And I'm like, oh, God, what's up? What's up? And they say, hey, we're gonna need to turn that music back up. And my security's like, What did you say? My all my my black friends, security are like, hey, we gotta we gotta turn this up. And we were having this like this giant crazy like wet t shirt contest. I was able to convince a friend of a friend to bring out this like million dollar like semi tractor trailer that unfolds like a fucking tricepticon. It turns into this giant <laughs> stage. Yeah, and we had... Did you call it a tricepticon, too? Yeah, just whatever. added
1: to it? Yeah, but <laughs> that, that's what it's called. Is that what it's
0: called? Dicepticon.
1: Whatever. Decepticon.
0: It was a fucking very expensive uh, production like stage that you see at music festivals yeah. in my front yard, and I thought like that was the pinnacle of shit. I was like, wow, I've reached it. I've maxed out. This is amazing. Little did I know that 10 plus years later, I'd have carnival rides, and not only just have renting them, but actually own some, which... During the break, we went out and the three of us—me, Steve, and our engineer—and Miguel—we fucking went out and pulled our dicks out and pissed over Midget Max's little seawall, and just stared and had this moment about the scrambler as we talked about in the first hour. Yeah, it's fucking magical. I mean, it's uh I do don't know, man. It's just a thing. It's just like Halloween is. And guys, it's a lot of this more to us.
1: A, a lot, of, just to talk about the scrambler and the rides again. It, it started long ago because Mike's always want this, but. Sort of pull at the thread of how we got it. It all started with wanting to book DMX.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like we were like, just—do we spend this money on DMX, or and do we? He might not show up, yeah, or do we permanently own something? I was like, and it was look. a
1: toss-up for a minute, but then it was just like, let's permanently own something.
0: And we're still pulling. We're still trying to pull a miracle out of our ass. We're
1: still hoping DMX. W- the problem with booking arf, DMX arf. is our fear that he won't show. Yeah, that's our big fear
0: with DMX—that he just won't show. You gotta like, you gotta take bottles of Hennessy, and you're like, "All right, get to the airport." All right, when you land, <laughs> there's another bottle. All right, when you get to the house, here's another bottle. If you go on stage, there's a bottle, and if you finish it, there's another bottle backstage. He's just collecting them as he goes through, like fucking Pokemon. Yeah, that's that's how you get DMX to come to your Halloween party. <laughs> we, we've had, uh, we've we've reached out to, well, I guess since we're just letting cats yeah. out of the bag, this would be, I don't know what episode we called this, the drunk people in costumes slash Tiger King. Or fucking Mike just talks about shit that he's probably not supposed to talk about. But uh, I was in the middle of a... I won't talk about the business side, but talking to someone who I've always fucking loved. We were DMing <laughs> on Instagram, and I remember you called me. Yeah. What did you say? I,
1: I was like, no way. Are you, you want me to say his name? Yeah, go ahead. I said, no way. Are you fucking talking to Billy Corgan from Smashing Pumpkins? And you were like, yeah.
0: So I've been conversating with him about some business and we are talking about some stuff so but then i went and uh had to Had got, to throw the Hail Mary a, Yeah I did I got a little comfortable Like a couple weeks later I'm like hey So what's up man You wanna to come to perform A Halloween party or what I loved his response back It was so dickish but cool Yeah he was like a dick But he was still, He was like, like Hey cool. man
1: I get it I'm an old rocker
0: But nah I'm cool Thank you though my friend <laughs> Yeah he, he called me his friend By the way That's how That's how How about this, this,
1: this is This is a weird one Guess who hits us up that they want to come hang out and bring some barbecue for us and uh, come party at the, just just as as friends. They're like, hey, I'm in town. I'd like to oh, come shit. over and hey, bring you know, some barbecue. Hey, I'm to
0: tell you, I didn't text. He texted me yesterday and I didn't text him back. Oh, we got to text him. All right. So you want to go ahead and tell him? Yeah. So uh is who plays Eddie Winslow Winslow from
1: Family Matters, just reaches out of the blue. Nicest fucking guy in the world, Super cool, super cool dude. Just reaches out and says, hey, I'm in Orlando. I would love to come over. He's like, do you mind if I bring a bunch of barbecue for you guys and hang out? And he doesn't own like a barbecue business. He just tells us, he's like, I don't come anywhere
0: empty-handed, and I'd love to hang out. I looked at his fucking profile, and I'm like, is goddamn Eddie Winslow following me on fucking Instagram? (laughs) I'm just like, oh shit, man! Talk about fucking. What was the thing called every Friday night they had? TGIF. On, yeah, TGIF. And then thank we're God it's Friday. And
1: then we're kind of fucking with him in in a cool way, just because like you know he wanted to bring a bunch of people over, and we're just like, his oh manager, yeah, his
0: assistant and the shit. We're just kind of like,
1: hey man, I wish I wish you could, but we already got Topanga and Sean from Boy Meets World coming <laughs> over, and Al from Step by Step says she wants to kick it.
0: So this is this is the coolest thing about like what we do now. We're, we're so veteran and so seasoned that now we're literally, it's where you grow up idolizing or seeing these people on TV and movies or whatever, and now they reach out to you to do stuff with them. Yeah. and And we're not reaching out to them so... It's really like the fruits of labor finally like paying off. Even though And talk your shit if somebody's like Eddie Winslow, who's that? Eddie fucking
1: Winslow from the nineties, he's still doing fine, everybody. Yeah, what he still fuckers, looks handsome as he fuck. He looks handsome, fuck, by handsome the way. as fuck. He could bench press a Buick. Uh he's doing fucking
0: great. Every time you see Steve Urkel on TV and Ed fucking yeah. Carl Winslow, is, ching, ching. Yeah, he's getting fucking paid. Yeah. Yeah. So he reached out to me, and then we started texting. And he then, seems
1: like a great guy. Yeah, man.
0: no. He, uh, I kind of got drunk as fuck on the sorority party because he was trying to come yeah. over, and then he, yeah, I'll talk about that later because I got to tell you what he texted me, <laughs> which I can't, I can't talk about, but... Uh, you just never I, And I don't want to be like This douchebag dude Trying to like name drop And the and thing shit. is we're, It's just weird yeah. Random shit that Randomly and, comes to our universe And
1: we're not dropping these names Like you should be impressed Cause I get it It's not to be It's just funny to us If you're under 30 us.
0: You have no idea What we're talking yeah, about Yeah it's
1: just funny to us To be at a point in life Where you're like Holy shit that, I watched that motherfucker Every Friday And now they're watching me you know and that's the thing and that's the part of it it's not to be like oh my god we think we're cool no we know we know we're not fucking cool we're cool sometimes but we're not fucking like we We know know we're we're humble about it yeah we We know know. we we know if you like us you like us and if you don't fuck with us that's cool too because there's a lot of other things you can fuck with but at the end we're just
0: glad y'all if you are listening still yeah we just started gabbing like little schoolgirls. yeah oh tiger King. and Billy Corrigan from Smashing and Popkins. Yeah. Popkins it it, and it and all window. still matters to us because at the end of the day, we're excited more than they are at yeah. times. We're like, all right, Miguel, keep this shit together.
1: Dude, dude, dude. Hey, this is my who's favorite. Who's hitting video. me up, bro? Look at this shit. Right after Billy Corgan hit him up, I look at Mike start sending messages to, like, Rob Zombie. Like, hey, I'm, like, I'm on a roll. <laughs> Rob Zombie, you trying to come through
0: or what, dog? Oh, listen, like, because here's the thing. I fantasize about certain things. And a lot of them come true. Right. Like these carnival games. Right. And, and we're carny folk now. We're carny folk. hundred percent, And man. And here's the thing. We all laugh and joke about this now, but I think I've proven myself to enough people that paid attention that when I say it, I fucking probably mean it. Yeah. Especially if I keep going back to it. So the laws of attraction have drawn me to these goddamn fucking, that goddamn carnival out there. And it's in our driveway. The pizza guy shows up and goes, "What the fuck, mail lady? What the hell's going on?" I love the
1: fact that the mail lady shows up every couple weeks. Something's different, but now she's like, "I
0: can't get through because of the carnival ride. Think about the stories that we'll never hear that are spoken about this place. Remember
1: when I told you I found out from that pizza place that uh, when somebody's new and we call up to order pizza, they send the new person here, and And they're like, "Oh, he's gonna go to the castle. Send him to the castle. Send him." yeah man and then you know it just at the end of the day guys okay uh, we're, we're more excited living, than y'all yeah, are yeah we're more excited cause we're just living our our, our little dreams and at the end of the day you know what our dream is to make a really good living off having fun and entertaining people
0: that's it and we're doing it and we're and, happy and to uh, to just not to be all emotional and shit but to the reality of it is we, we're we know we know it's not I hate the word luck But it feels like it's lucky, but it's really not. Yeah. Because I feel like in this time of day, and in this country, if you fucking bust your ass and you have even the slightest bit of fucking skill or talent, which I have neither of, if you continuously knock on that door, eventually someone's going to open it. Yeah. And then if you have just something, something, hey, man, I really need to do laundry, or hey, do you know where I could, you know, da-da-da-da, whatever. And if you're able to present that to somebody in a timely manner without strings attached, you're not weird. Because that's how, that's how I've built my success is I've I've always uh, almost... There's times where I fucking paid to work for somebody. Right. So when I hear people like, yo, how much are you going to pay me? I'm like, you're not it. Yeah. If you start bringing up money to me, you instantly turn me off because I came from nothing. And I don't want to hear what you feel that you're deserving because, motherfucker... Here I am, almost 40 years old, and I'm still working for free.
1: Throwing free birthday parties for sorority girls just because you're like, fuck it.
0: Yeah, and and it's because I know the long-term investment is greater than the, the monetary reward. A lot of people are breaking their backs, picking up pennies instead of reaching for the dollar. And that's the problem with a lot of society. They... They don't like if I'm if I'm doing a music video for a huge celebrity or rapper or rock star, whoever the fuck, I am gonna go above and beyond a call of duty to put my name and my business and my work ethic in a positive light to where my my notoriety, my 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 professionalism, nothing's questioned. Yeah. They're like, This is the guy, we don't need nothing. He's he's got everything. And it's frustrating when i see people get greedy or get crazy and they think that they're entitled to this or they don't want to work for it i'm just like bro don't you realize that uh if you put in this work for someone like that there's levels to it there's minnows there's fish and there's whales like the minnows don't just hang out with the whales you got to work your way up and i make a living off other guys who want to go go up the chain Like, you know how many people want to rent this to be cool for a party, whether they're a nobody or whether they're a fucking executive of some business. There's shit that goes on here all the time, which we've kind of indulged today about the stuff that's been going on behind the scenes that no one knows about. And that's what's kind of cool about this podcast, because it gives us an outlet to talk about the the behind the scenes stuff that not every because this is like we're in the middle of one of my rants on snapchat that a lot of you love and a lot of you hate and if you hate it you're probably not listening the two hours of this shit and that's okay because we don't we don't even like as much as we'd love to be like the number one podcast in the world and shit. we'd love to be on like some joe rogan status and stuff we're okay with knowing that these thousands of people fuck with us so heavy so when you did send messages like yo no podcast please don't stop this like, I kind of like stroked my ego a little bit. I kind of liked it. I was like, "All right, man, they missed us. Let's let's yeah. let's give it to them what they need." Because sometimes, you know, we talked about this when we first started doing this again. It only takes that one week not to do a show, and then the whole thing whole thing derails. I almost thought we weren't gonna do the show tonight. Yeah, I mean, so much stuff
1: happens. It, it, it's been so much work going on.
0: I mean, but, it's hard. It's hard to. Is this where you say it's time to go? It is, but the best you part of, son I can say of is the fucking all bitch. the
1: hard work's going to pay off.
0: And but what Miguel doesn't know is, me and Steven have talked about this prior to the show. Is tonight's a four-hour episode to marathon? Make up. make up for last week's We're Non-show We're saving the rec
1: center. Um. <laughs> Call in now. We're standing by the phones. No, guys, uh, this is going to be the last podcast before D Pick. D Pick will be one of the coolest. D Pick stands
0: for Drunk People in Costume. Drunk People in
1: Costume. We will have a live podcast with a live studio audience on Drunk People in Costumes. So, if you're not a member
0: and maybe you can't afford the thirty bucks a month, you can spend nine ninety nine and you can actually watch just that weekend. Yeah. So you'll have access to not only a Snapchat. With the live broadcast. That's
1: right. You go to MikeBusey.com uh, and you go into- for slash store. The, slash store. And then you can purchase the Drunk People in Costumes weekend
0: to watch it it's all. pay-per-view. It's
1: pay-per-view. And this way you can see. You can see what you could watch if you become a
0: full member. But uh, for nine ninety nine, you it's can like just when watch HBO it. back in the day lets you watch the fucking free preview for yeah. the weekend. Yeah. And then they're like, Gotcha, bitch. Gotcha,
1: motherfucker, we're never gonna play these cool movies again.
0: Yeah, these you movies <laughs> they, they show all the best and the best. Yeah. Like Oh my god, the fucking Rocketeer? They never play this movie, I and love we that never fucking will movie. again. Force Gump. Oh man, I love that movie. Yeah, and then you get HBO, and it's like, all right, man, Harley Davidson the Marlboro man again, you know? Oh they're only showing a, a, a fucking that's I used to fucking make a living on Look who's off talking fucking, now? you know <laughs> there was a show called dream on i watched was, dream on all and, the time and they always showed titties tins, i yeah. was beating it oh dream on would get it. oh yeah well, who was that guy he, he he reminds me of steve carell or whatever he is name that guy
1: yeah but he you know what um i'm gonna go look that up all right well you go look that up i'm Cox, gonna go cherries is our number one
0: motherfuckers cocksucking cherries is our number one podcast yeah number one listen podcast is Cocksucking like, and cherries
1: and guys on behalf of myself and Mike Busey we want to thank you guys for listening to the podcast sincerely thank you guys and we also want you guys to know to check out Check out. are you the
0: ready interview. for the
1: hour number three and four <laughs> and check out drunk people in costumes because if you can't come to it for 999 you can enjoy all the shenanigans you,
0: if you if you describe to be a member you can come to the parties and you can actually watch not only the live stuff so uh, that's another thing we have to say yeah is that if you're already a member, you already get the free access to the pay-per-view stuff. Right. So you get the secret Snapchat, and you get to watch it live. The members already get that, but if you can't afford that, and you just want to see this for the weekend, it's only good for that weekend, but that's an option you have.
1: All right, guys. Well, check it out, man. I'll be myself. Wait, hold on. My- we can't
0: end like that. How many kills are you going to get Halloween? <sighs>
1: Halloween's a work night, bro.
0: I know, but how about a five, six a. M.
1: 5 6 a.m.? 5 6 a.m. kills us up for grabs always. We've always. already got
0: beautiful ladies that have traveled from all over this country that are literally here resting. They're people, it is like the pilgrimage. It is the holy yeah. sacrament of fucking weekends here. The price has gone up. Everything is price gouged. The price is too goddamn high. Oh, I'm going to tell you this much, guys. Little, little, you didn't know. When all them some little sorority are the front door coming? Soon. When all
1: them little sorority bunnies was hanging out here for their birthday weekend, we might have jacked the fuck out of the soda machine prizes. Oh, I heard the prizes went up a dollar fifty on a soda. <laughs> Motherfuckers were like, a diet sprite is four bucks. Like, Where are you gonna get a drink right now, motherfucker? Where are you gonna get some of the drink? <laughs> no
0: we did we did we did a little come up on the on the vending on the vending machine, oh, the vending machine hustle. Adam was like, well, this is how we pay our bills. Oh, you're speaking too here. fast. He said what now? Well, there this is how
1: we pay our bills around here if you don't want to buy a four dollar soda maybe you want to buy a five dollar ass whooping (laughs) that's how we're closing it out guys thank you for listening to mike love you guys
0: thank you for everything sincerely i'll see you this weekend